BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody's checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's, that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Strange. 
I'm here with your co-host, Ash, the reptilian from Mars, and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? It's Wednesday night, and it's one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, propaganda, the 24-hour news cycle, and the odd feeling that we live in the Upside Down. This show is live. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive. We are taking your phone calls tonight. Do you want to be part of the show? The phone number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the show by using the Discord. Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. It's what a lot of the youngsters are using these days to play video games, but uh, we're using it to do a talk show because why the hell not? Why the hell not? There are no rules. There are absolutely no rules. We will do as we please. But okay, now this is the deal, right? Uh, this is this is the show where we do talk about all this this kind of wacky stuff, right? So uh, you know, uh, many times I'm asking for your forgiveness uh, because, well, you know, uh, this is like we like to. I'm gonna maybe coin a new term: uh, speculation theater. Okay, uh, meaning that we take a, a hefty dose of the maybe juice sometimes as we discuss these things, as we talk about these things. As we, uh, you know, uh, basically just kind of speculate on what uh, the possibilities are of the universe around us. And that's kind of what uh, what this what this show is really about. It's uh, we try and keep one foot one foot planted firmly in the real world and, uh, you know, kind of uh, pay attention to that propaganda, like I said in the intro there. Uh, and, you know, and, and maybe some politics here or there, but not too much. It's just uh, there's it, the, the media landscape is just washed out in politics at this point. And it's uh, it's become a tragic thing. It's become one of those situations where you're not even allowed to uh, have a, a differing opinion anymore or you're supposed to hate people right you're supposed everything's just washed in uh, you know the race war they're trying to start and all the rest of this stuff you know it's just like like i said you know uh, in, in i've said this in the past many many times and uh, it doesn't seem to be changing but they're they're trying to divide us all right the entire the entire media landscape is selected pre-selected uh, and uh, algorithmically fine-tuned to make us hate each other and whether your skin is this color or that color whether you're rich or poor whether you're from south america or russia it doesn't matter we're just supposed to hate each other because of course if we spend all of our time hating each other what happens we uh, can't spend any time uh, demanding change uh, and agreeing on things together you see it's a big game it's part of the part of the media cycle part of the government part of that uh, cia operation known as, uh, by the way, Operation Mockingbird. So it's it's long been known that the CIA works with uh, the media to uh, kind of uh, push narratives, talking points, uh, control news cycles, you know, data dumps on Fridays instead of, you know, embarrassing news coming out on Monday morning where everybody can cover it. They kind of squeak it in on barbecue time and uh, hope nobody notices, right? There's an entire thing with this. And uh, the reason we do this show is exactly the opposite of that, because I'm not trying to tell you what to think. It's a little bit, uh, like I said, conspiracy theory. Uh, theater, um, speculation theater, just meaning that uh, there are things afoot 
that uh, don't seem to just don't seem to be right. And so that's what we do on the show. A little extended uh, intro there because I know we're picking up a lot of new listeners and uh, just want to explain uh, because I realize sometimes you get the wrong idea. You know, you tune in halfway in the show and you're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Well, OK. Anyway, there you go. Now, now I've explained myself. Not that I really have to. Like I said in the beginning, there's no rules. There's no rules here. We can do whatever the hell we want. So anyway, uh, we'll tune into to Ash in a second. He's got, uh, I think, a, a small upper rising on Mars he needs to to quash but he'll he'll join us in just a sec but um, so last night we were discussing uh, just more of the UFO news uh, we talked a, a couple shows last week about um, how you just can't miss it you can't miss the UFO narratives that are just spilling out from 60 minutes on Sunday to CNN to Fox News to all the rest of this just everybody's picking up the UFO narrative and running with it right um, so the deal with that is uh, Many fold, actually. There's, there's, uh, there's not even a single narrative here. You can't even get the UFO community to agree with each other, which is nothing new, to be perfectly honest. But, but I mean, uh, there's a, there's a lot to it. Meaning that uh, first, we're, we have to kind of parse what the media was saying and uh, what they were talking about. Uh, kind of um, uh, listening to what the government, how the government responds. Like we had that statement on the uh, James Corden show with Barack Obama, and, and then we had the comment from Joe Biden where he ran off the stage and said, "Ask Barack again." You know, and then we had the the actual uh, uh, um, what would you call it? The press conference, the the actual Jen Psaki, the you know press White House press secretary that kind of gave what seemed to be a prepared statement, and you know, kind of a softball question with a prepared statement from a reporter who still, you know, knowing the question was coming, they couldn't get it out without kind of giggling just a little bit. So you know, I mean, it seems like a. A lot of these narratives are pretty well constructed that uh, they, they kind of want us pointing in a particular direction with our thoughts and our ideas, uh, just just from a media perspective, from a control perspective. But uh, I don't play that game. I don't like to play that game. I like to I like to think for myself. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, we still have the the right to be wrong, do we not? Uh, one of the major themes of this show and what we always talk about. So in any case, yesterday, uh, we also brought up the fact that uh, Avi Loeb, Interestingly, Avi Loeb, of course, of the the astrophysicist uh, fame of uh, Harvard, uh, and he you know he did a bunch of work on Amuamua and some of that stuff. Right, uh, Amuamua, of course, was the the first interstellar object that came into our solar system, and Avi Loeb infamously speculated that it could have been an ancient remnant of an alien civilization. And he speculated possibly a light sail because of its uh, dimensions and uh, some of the other things, right, that made it not look like a comet. Anyway, not to bore you with all those details. This is old news. But uh, he did come out yesterday with a brand new op-ed. And with that op-ed, he actually described this. And this is kind of the, the, the theme of the show tonight. So let's start with that. Um, so he actually said this. Let me uh, let me start with this article here. Um, now, this is from Scientific American again. And we talked about this just briefly yesterday, kind of at the end of the show. I kind of shoehorned it in. But it's really worthy of its own discussion, which is really what we're going to do here tonight. So Scientific American, uh, again, this is written by Avi Loeb yesterday, May 23rd, 2021. Or was that two days ago? Uh, close enough. Close enough. A few days ago. It's very new. Uh, so how to avoid a cosmic catastrophe. All right. And so he, he the subheadline here is an interstellar treaty with other advanced civilizations could stave off death by domain wall. And so, he, you know, we've talked about the uh, CERN, the Large Hadron Collider, and, uh, you know, the, the vacuum decay possibility that uh, could actually uh, bring about the end of the world, let's say, you know, if we're being just, you know, downright 
anti-optimistic, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's uh, that's been speculated that uh, we have the power to actually do really negative things uh, with uh, with some of the forces that we're meddling with as human beings. Right. So um, I'll stay. Oh, oh, there we go. Earth to Mars. Tune in Mars. How you doing, buddy? Welcome hey, to man. the show. I, hey, hey. I, I was like here. I was like, um, oh, I just let him go. I mean, I was enjoying myself. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry to interrupt. That's all right. That's all right. You know, that's I'm just all right. Show. I'm just a fan. You know, I started as a fan, right? So that's a, I'm still a fan. Yeah, it was good. Good. I'll, <laughs> continue. Continue. Sorry. I just wanted to. You, you're talking smack on humans a little bit. I just wanted to be like, yeah, they suck. You Get know, em. reptilians Get are the best. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, my bad. I, I didn't see you jump in the Discord there. So, all right. So, welcome to the show, Ash. Ash the reptilian from Mars. Uh, apparently, we have a nice connection tonight. Uh, we must be on the correct side of the the orbital pattern here. So, it's all good. But uh, welcome to the show. What's uh, what's uh, what's going on with you tonight? Uh, ho- hopefully, Mars has no outbreaks of riots or any any insurrections that need to be put down. How's everything looking? Yeah. No. No, no coronavirus up here, guys. We're we we got we're a okay up here. You know. The the Jeff Bezos death camps have uh, calmed down, I think, because he's going through that divorce, you know, him and Bill Gates. So they're a little distracted these days. So gotten a little peace. So uh, I'm here. I'm here to talk about some tinfoil stuff. I got the got the the transmitter up and running and we're ready to go. And uh, and the, yeah, I was listening in to you kind of uh, communicating what the show is going to be about. Uh, so what is the show going to be about exactly, Mike? What was the topic again? All right, let me let me finish. So here we go. We've got, uh, so Avi Loeb wrote this article three days ago, how to avoid a cosmic catastrophe. And so what he's suggesting is not just like I was describing with CERN, how uh, it could be a runaway vacuum decay that could cause the end of the world. He's saying that aliens might have some sort of particle collider that's tens of millions times more powerful than our particle colliders here on Earth. And as a result, right, if we can have a runaway vacuum decay that would destroy the the world with our technology, he's suggesting that we might be able to accidentally with alien technology, destroy an entire solar system. And so he's talking about uh, maybe to stop this from happening. And again, this is where we do the conspiracy speculation theater here. We're going to kind of go out on a limb and consider this as a a possibility of truth, is that uh, the way we do that is by creating a treaty with other advanced civilizations. So let me just read a couple little uh, sweet parts from this article to kind of get you guys up on up to speed on exactly what he's talking about here. And, uh, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll start, with, uh, start with Ash and the rest of this. So this is what he's describing. Straight, straight from the article, it says, would such a heat wave, and he's, he's describing this, uh, this particle accelerator on an alien scale, okay, that would be so large it could take out the solar system. And so he's calling it a heat wave. So here we go. Would such a heat wave be a reason for concern? The bad news is that we would not receive any advance warning before this cosmic disaster hit us in the face because no precursor signal can move faster than light to alert us to the risk. But perhaps this is also good news since it implies that any resulting devastation would occur instantaneously, instantly, and be as surprising as the Chicxulub impactor was for the dinosaurs. We would never know what hit us. So I'm not sure what's more terrifying than uh, uh, death at the speed of light. Uh, well, I mean, you could snap your fingers and it's over, right? You really didn't even know what happened. So that's, I guess that's a bonus. But then he continues. So he says, one way to avoid a cosmic catastrophe of this type is to establish an interstellar treaty similar to the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty signed first in 1963 by the governments of the Soviet Union, the United Kingdom, and the United States. 
The objective of the Planck Collider Treaty, he's calling this, would be to protect our cosmic environment from artificially produced domain walls, which is the, this, uh, this, this cataclysm he's describing. He's calling them domain walls. Uh, and then he continues, with no such treaty, we could only wish that all civilizations would behave responsibly when they acquired the technology, uh, technological maturity to build a Planck Energy Collider. Uh, we would have to hope that our neighbors would exhibit cosmic responsibility. All right, so I think that kind of uh, kind of frames us up properly in that Avi Loeb here, a very well-respected uh, uh, astrophysicist, astronomer uh, of the highest rank, uh, Harvard and the whole deal, um, he is suggesting that it, to avoid maybe like kind of like we have on here on Earth, like a nuclear treaty so we don't blow each other up and destroy the planet, he's suggesting that if we do come into contact with extraterrestrial civilizations, we probably should create some sort of treaty where uh, the, the, the technology that we do doesn't cross a particular line. And he's describing this vacuum decay and this Planck Collider as he described it. And again, you know, this is, again, uh, conspiracy speculation theater a little bit because we're going out on a limb drinking some of that maybe juice. But so is Avi Loeb, and he's a well-respected astronomer. So there we go. I think that sums us up. So, so what do you think, Ash? Like uh, kind of going out on this limb with uh, uh, considering that – Okay, if we do make contact, we should, the first thing that should probably happen is that we, we end up uh, creating some sort of treaty so we don't destroy each other. I think that's probably a, uh, an actual, uh, maybe a good idea there with an alien race, or you think we're just uh, blowing smoke here? Oh, I mean, um, you know, we probably, we probably already have, right? You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, this alien disclosure is kind of... Uh, is slowly moving along here but you know we hear things we hear rumors of something like far more progressed in the background and if you think about it um think about like let's say if if let's say we were an advanced civilization right we would we would eventually move throughout the galaxy move through we'd we we do this here on earth it's just you just extrapolate you know at a higher level is you would keep tabs on the less civilized civilized uh, the less advanced civilizations you keep track of them you keep looking at stuff and then when they're kind of ready that's when you approach them or you manage them and even with look at look at how uh, the u.s and other countries handle these third world countries you know we're scared of them getting nukes because you know we're scared to use them so i imagine it's the same for us and so yeah, like, you know, when the when the toddler has a gun in his hand, you know, all the parents are going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, they run over and they try to, you know, it's something to deal with. And this has happened in the past where, um, you know, uh, there's it's well documented that UFOs were hovering outside of uh, nuclear facilities. They were like glowing gold discs. And they were messing with the the nuclear warheads and turning them off and on and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Basically, sending a signal, you know, cut cut it out. Um, and supposedly, we don't know this. Uh, shortly afterwards, we had some sort of communication. A treaty was signed, but you know what? That's not confirmed. That's here or there. But yeah, like uh, blowing ourselves up. That's uh, 
it seems like it could be an issue. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Well, and then you, then you'll need a, a treaty for that again. So, and you know, you know how treaties kind of go here on Earth is you know they sign them and they're you know they may be kind of relevant for a little while and then the world changes and then you know these treaties just kind of go by the wayside because you know well they were written for them you know 1968 let's say and then now it's 2020 and it's like what the heck is going on? Sorry, 2021. Uh, you know, strike my lips for that. Uh, but you know, don't want to go back a year in time here. But it, you get what I'm saying. It's like, it's like these treaties, uh, sure, they can be signed as they do here uh, on Earth as in, you know, in a terrestrial fashion. But uh, then with that said, uh, they kind of, uh, kind of just dissipate over time and new treaties need to be signed because new technology happens, right? We're talking about possibly uh, this is what the government should be dealing with now, treaties with AI and things like this. So, so what we're going to talk about tonight as we continue with this is uh, Richard Dolan is also speculated on this. He wrote a book called, um, let me find that book here. The title of this book is actually uh, written by Richard Dolan. It's called The Alien Agendas, A Speculative Analysis of Those Visiting Earth. And so uh, it kind of starts like this, like very much like we're saying, if we have some sort of contact as Avi Loeb here describes in this article that I've linked, you guys all have the link now, you guys can check it out. Um, if that's the case, and we start with this treaty, uh, it, that may be fine, right? And I'll be maybe all well and fine, or maybe this treaty was done. Let's uh, let's just again drink, take another hefty dose of the maybe juice, and say that the uh, the Eisenhower Treaty happened, right, way back when, with the aliens. But now, uh, let's say it's this was a long time ago, and our technology has changed, and maybe the extraterrestrial presence may be getting uncomfortable with how, you know, we, we, we now have these Hadron, the Large Hadron Collider and, you know, our, our, we're, we're becoming more and more dangerous, not to ourselves but to them as well. So I don't know, right? So let's say that treaty was signed, then we have, oh, I don't know, maybe the aliens deciding that maybe the treaty is null and void, because of course it would really be in their, uh, in their, in their court to decide that, wouldn't it? Being the, the, the you know, let's say, the predator of the situation, meaning they have superior technology and could probably just destroy us with the snap of a finger or, you know, a webbed claw or whatever it may be. But you get the idea is that uh, if, if we have these treaties and the, the extraterrestrial presence that they're signed with decides, well, now this isn't doing. You guys are not abiding by your side of this. It's time to take over. I don't know. What does that look like? We're going to talk about that tonight with uh, the Richard Dolan book here. Uh, we got Ash here, and I don't know, takes on that, Ash, before we uh, come up to the, the bottom of the hour here? Yeah, I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you know, when you have the human species, you have these toddlers running around, they're picking up guns, grenades, and doing all this crazy stuff. Um, you know, at what point do you intervene? At what point do you manage them? And so we can... Look, we can project our human instincts or human thoughts onto uh, this potential presence that's around us. but And so we can kind of take guesses as to what it is. And that's what Richard, kind of, Richard Dolan does in this book. He, he kind of does an account of like all these extraterrestrial experiences and tries to put two and two together. And I, I honestly, I haven't listened to the book, but I've listened to some synapses of it. And uh, I just bought it. I'm going to read it. I'll go through it. And we can follow up. But uh, it's an interesting concept. So this comes down to kind of like the idea. Um, do you want me to just get to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, got, we got about uh, two and a half minutes before break time. So if you can s slam it in there, you got it. What's the awesome. idea? Awesome. So I have a, 
So the idea is basically, you know, we got all this, we got disclosure being pushed. We've got a world in chaos. All this stuff's going on. Everything's upside down. But then at the end of the day, it's kind of okay, I guess. And it's like, who's running this? You know, the elites are running around like crazy. They're run. This person's doing that. This Q and like all this stuff's going on. What what's going on here? And you gotta wonder who's running this. Who's running this show? And I would like to to take our esteemed uh, leader, uh, captain of the conspiracy theory uh network and market and uh the whole that whole vertical is alex jones and alex jones you know what his guess is aliens run this and i actually have a little clip and i don't know if we have enough time for that but um alex jones thinks that aliens run the show and that they dictate policy to humans and our governments and we actually have a little bit of evidence tonight um, I have what I brought, and I will do a little show and tell and uh, see what Mike has, but I think we might be able to make a little case for it, at least make you raise an eyebrow. So, do aliens run this planet? Hmm, are they the gods, the long-lost gods? I don't know, let's see. And, and like always, we'd like to hear what you think as we kind of go through this topic. There we go, all right, let's see if we can uh, squeeze this clip in real quick. Let's see if it plays through. I'm going to hit it, and let me know if you guys hear this. Smart compared to the public? I don't even know their master plans. So I'm like a a, a color. They just used their painting. Mm. It's all they're doing, this big uh, conductor deal, and that's what they're doing. So is that your motivation? Are you like, I want to see what they're painting? Yeah. Mm. That's it. You just want to know what the fucking real thing is. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. people need to just pull back and just go. Okay, all right. Come on, Ash. You get, come on. Come on, buddy. My bad. We're cursing I was actually, I was here. like... All right. I, I realized that, and I was going to try and scream at okay. the, that point. Right. <laughs> it's covered. Right. Up. All right. So anyway, we're we're talking about uh, we're actually talking about uh, if if the alien let's say let's say the treaty has come and gone, and the aliens have decided that uh, they are not going to be. Uh, doing uh, doing whatever they're they're whatever we want they're going to do whatever they want and they're kind of running the earth that's the that's the speculation tonight that's the maybe juice going out on the limb talking about this stuff and uh, yeah talking about uh, you know you know what we do what we do on this show so here we go let's finish this up end of segment one this is troubled minds on Michael Strange I'm here with Ash the reptilian from Mars give us a call 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 don't go anywhere more conversation about aliens treaties and us after the break be right back Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with your co-host, Ash, the reptilian from Mars. And we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can be part of the show. And we are discussing these alien treaties. And if they're a thing... Do you think aliens have any incentive to stick to this type of stuff? Avi Loeb thinks it's possible. I wouldn't be so sure. But of course, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what you think. So give us a call, 702-957-1037. Welcome back to the show, Ash. Earth to Mars. Earth to Mars. One, two. Test one, two. Uh, I'm present here, so I've got a score of one curse word for tonight. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm one. I want to know one. So. De, one demerit. Oh and one. Oh and one, sir. You put the oh and one. That's first. it. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it right the first time. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, no, so, no, so uh, yeah, my bad. That, that's a. So that was Alex Jones on the Andrew Schultz show, and uh, they're they're. They have some colorful language on that show, so I apologize. But the remainder of the clip was Alex Jones going, "Yeah, I think aliens run things, and they're in charge." And uh, and they they asked him more questions, and you know you know how Alex Jones is kind of silly and he's funny and crazy. Whenever he kind of gets into that kind of pocket, his face goes kind of like cold, like he's dead serious. But no one's gonna they don't take him seriously, right? So. But I could see it in his face. He's he's pretty serious when he says that. So that's a pretty bold statement, Cotton. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I th- maybe he's right, man. He's he's right about a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, Derek in Massachusetts on the uh, the fringe uh, fringe Discord here says I think Alex is talking more about ultra terrestrials than extraterrestrials. Uh, and he, he links a song here. Says there's no cursing in the song. So <laughs> maybe maybe we'll play that at the end <laughs> in the third hour or something. But uh, I, I, I I've lost faith in uh, the the cursing humanity. But anyway, so so okay. So so with Alex Jones saying these things, and if he really believes these things, are what do you think? What do you think? I mean, so we're we're looking in the face basically the possibility of a an alien presence just running this thing just running the planet so what what the heck does that even mean so uh, ultra terrestrials extraterrestrials some say they've been here forever with the anunnaki stories and the Mm -hmm, and all that stuff mm -hmm. some say that they've been underground for a million years and now uh, they kind of been running the joint uh you know uh, covertly throughout human history so who knows right there's a there's a whole lot of uh, speculation here that people have done regarding this but like i said you know we're just again this is a kind of the maybe juice type of show where we uh we we do that speculation and kind of open up the phones to you guys to see what you think about it so i'm going to put the phone number up on the screen again because we're streaming on all these cool uh actual video platforms as well uh phone numbers up but but what do you guys think give us a call uh troubleminds.org the official website phone number and the discord is there 702-957-1037 but all right so 
So I don't know. Uh, so, so where do we go from here then? Uh, so Alex Jones yeah. th- thinks it's possible. Then uh, this book by Richard Dolan is uh, where he's kind of discussing the entire uh, uh, theory, right? He's kind of going through some of his thoughts on if aliens are here and they have been here and they're running this joint, what would that look like? So I think that's, uh, that's what we're talking about tonight is uh, what would that look like? Yeah. And so you, you made a good point. You kind of ran through a gamut of potential things, right? So, so, okay. So there's like, we're alone in the universe. There's this and that, but I think that was a little bit more viable before. Whereas now officially we're at the point where UFOs are real. So we kind of have to have this conversation now as a species, um, whether those UFOs turn out to be the Russians and the Chinese or actual extraterrestrials, um, we're waiting to see, but it does the comments based on the people who are disclosing this information, at least their effort is to, is to lean toward not right. Is to some, some sort of ultra extraterrestrial presence. And so Mike, you did a great job running through those. Um, you know, have they been here? Have they always been here? Are we, are we a naturally evolving species? Did they make us? Did they put us here? It's a lot of questions. Um, and and what is our relationships now? Is there is there one aliens? Are they all friends? Right? There's so many possibilities. It's such a complex tapestry it could potentially be of 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 that answer. And I think you know at some point in anyone's life, you kind of think, man, what is going on? And you look up at the stars, and you're on this small little planet, white. I mean, not not white, uh, <laughs> blue and green, beautiful planet, just hurling through space at like. A bazillion miles an hour and you you gotta wonder like what's going on so there's a few little breadcrumbs we can kind of follow and sniff them out and so um you know i have a few here but richard dolan does his own diligence where he uh he kind of has a guess he he follows the yellow brick road he puts them two and two together and he's got some he's got some theories so um um yeah, let's um actually why don't we play a little uh Richard Dolan um let's in not. his book. So Oh <laughs> no no Rich it's Richard Dolan. He's not he's not he's not the kind of person to curse, but Richard Dolan is like All he's right. like uh right. yeah. yeah, he's like you're, Mr. Nice Guy. You're you're that confident. Uh, yeah. Man. All right, let's play this. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty the Richard Dolan on aliens. That's okay. the clip. Uh, go ahead and uh set this up then. What's so what, what exactly is he talking about here? What is going so on? So Richard, yeah. So Richard Dolan, he took all this material. He he tried to avoid this topic, as he explains at some point. But he took, um, he investigated all the abductions, all this kind of stuff. You know, I know a lot about that stuff. But he put it together, and he's kind of just talking about, you know, uh, what's going on here. Who? What are the agendas, right? And this book is called Alien Agendas, and he tries to kind of peel back the veil. A lot of his research is based on. Uh, Dr. David Jacobs. You guys are familiar with that. And uh, yeah, let's let's hear what he has to say. All right, let's play it. Richard Dolan on aliens and the alien agenda. The thing, the reason I brought this up is if, if we are someone's project, like if there was some hypothetical extraterrestrial species that looked at us those thousands of years ago and said, close but not quite there, let's tweak them a little bit. Boom, here we go. Is that a possibility? If it is, then we might be somebody's project. You know, in the line of what uh, Charles Ford about 100 years ago wrote, he said, I think we're property. Maybe that's true. Or maybe we're someone's project. Um, If that is so, all right, 
someone who decided that we would benefit from a genetic tweak, then what do we have to say about all the beings that uh, people have been interacting with over the years? So I, let's start looking at that. I began by looking at encounters that people have had with completely human-looking entities. Um, or I should say entities that look human or looked human, but somehow or another didn't seem entirely human. So anyone who has studied this area knows that there are many such accounts like this. Um, and they go back for thousands of years. And as a matter of fact, we've got some very, very interesting written accounts that go back at least several centuries. I have included uh, several of those accounts in my book. None of those beings, it's very interesting to say, come across as hostile. Um, those types of encounters, the beings really come across mostly as standoffish, but they do seem to have to have had an occasional interest in monitoring the activities of our ancestors and very occasionally interacting with them. So combined with enough of good quality observations of UFO activity in ancient times, my conclusion is that at least one significant group has been here for a very long time. Now, there are many UFO sightings in the past that don't necessarily stack up to being all that much to get excited about, but there are enough of them that actually are, that are quite interesting and quite compelling. So for that reason, I, I think that that's the conclusion I come to. There's been at least one group that has been here for a long, long time. Now, one question that I asked myself, and I'm sure you are asking at some point, is why would they look human? Why would any aliens look human? Which is a hell of a question, of course. And so good stuff by Richard Dolan is always a, a, a kind of my opinion of him changes. Like sometimes he seems like he's spot on. Sometimes he seems like he's out there. But I guess you have to take the context, right? If he's just speculating like we do, uh, you can't you can't think of him as, uh, you know, being being too far off the rails because we, we basically this whole show is off the rails. So I, I guess he's fine. <laughs> I guess he's fine. All right. So so uh, comment on the, the Richard Dolan there. What do you think, Ash? No, a, so there's one one entity, one race, he says, that he believes has been here for quite some time. What what the heck does that even mean? Well, you know, I think your assessment of Richard's uh, right. It's He's just kind of, he's trying to figure it out, too. Um, and, you know, anytime anyone sells something in the UFO community, it's like, oh, no, red flag. But honestly, it's, I'm glad he did write this book. It's, it's kind of like... Um, He's taking like the all the theories and he's kind of taking it to the next level and he's putting it all in kind of one place. So I think it's actually a really important book that this is sort of a faction, um, a faction of of the UFO community, like the Dr. Dake Jacobs camp, where they think that, you know, people are being abducted. There are several different alien races that interact with humans in a variety of different ways. And that they are basically they have like godlike scientific powers that are uh, beyond our understanding, and the, a lot of times their agendas are beyond our understanding. They're very secretive, right? So, um, so yeah, like that. Some of these groups have been here for thousands of years, and, but interestingly enough, he says that some of these groups seem to kind of have come onto the scene recently, which is interesting because I, I, I believe Tesla like reached out to some aliens and was talking to them. And that was like the grays. And then like ever since then, we've been kind of dealing with him. And um, yeah, he's he's pretty up to date on the Dr. David Jacobs. I would say he takes that pretty 
it's like a core of where a foundation of where he's coming from. But yeah, uh, human-looking aliens. That I mean, that could be alien hybrids, right? But even before the hybrid hybridization, if you guys aren't familiar with this, it's basically like the abduction stuff. There was like um, some, um, uh, I guess, sexual component to it. It's it was it was really weird, right? In which people are being abducted, all all uh, sperms being taken. It's like weird, right? And so people didn't really want to talk about it. Didn't know what it was. It seemed weird. And uh, we didn't really understand it, but over time, it, it 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 came to be. It's basically a genetics program where they're making like a new type of human that retains these alien abilities and that is basically aligned to these aliens. And these these hybrids are exist on our planet currently for whatever reason we don't know. And I guess that's the point of this book. There's like a, a lot of hypotheticals in there. Um, what what are these different groups like that's one group right there's other groups uh mentioned the reptilians these ones that look human like we were saying you know um is this something that they've done in the past is it i mean there's there's so much to to kind of dive into and like so much ramifications for these things if they're true right like you know we're kind of coming to terms Oh, okay. So another thing he mentions in the book is we're also kind of like coming into a new era where humans, we're global species, and we're changing very dramatically. And um, he he hypothesizes this would be of great interest to the extraterrestrials at this point, where an intervention or some sort of influence would be involved for this or a study, and that he he even thinks that maybe we're the hot we're the hot the hotness going on right now we're the most interesting thing going on period and that um and the remote viewing guys also kind of confirmed that that they're, everyone's kind of looking at earth and what's going to happen here so uh crazy stuff he's also trying to guess who's got what relationships who's kind of friend and foe but you know what even even for a guy like richard dolan at the end of the day there's he, he's fair he he doesn't he takes guesses but he doesn't know you know, unlike David Wilcock, who knows everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with his, with, those with kind his, of guys. His insiders. Uh, I love the insiders, the anonymous insiders. All right. So tonight, if you're just joining us, we're talking about uh, if if there was a, an alien presence here on Earth, uh, or at least in our solar system, let's say, that uh, have they have they infiltrated? Have they taken over? Have they been here for a long time? Is it a new thing? Is it an old thing? If so, all of that, right? Kind of a, maybe dabbling in some ancient aliens talk here, maybe dabbling in some, uh, some new stuff with Avi Loeb kind of suggesting that, you know, we would have to have some sort of interstellar treaty with these extraterrestrials. Otherwise, uh, we we might be in danger of their technology. They might just, you know, just like we kind of pull like a, a you know, a rototiller into a yard and destroy the anthole. You know, they might do the same sort of thing, just kind of rolling in here and not caring. Um, and, you know, maybe uh, maybe have doing damage to us, uh, possibly extinction style. So uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. Again, like, like I said, sipping lots of the maybe juice and uh, maybe discussing this stuff, thinking about possible explanations of why it seems like uh, the world seems upside down. <laughs> if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Go to troubledminds.org. You can find the Discord and the phone number uh, right there on top of the website. And, um, yeah, give us a call. We're going to go to Paul in New Hampshire. Let's uh, let's do it. Paul in New Hampshire, you're on Troubled Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you, my friend? Hey, guys. How are you? Good to hear from you. Thank you. You too. 
you too. And what do you think about this stuff, man? You think it's a little bit too much maybe juice or uh, do you think that there's a possibility of uh, the whole ancient alien hypothesis and uh, they maybe run the joint? Well, you know, Mike, it's a great question. And I think just from experience and, you know, as you know, I've kind of been studying this for a long time. I think it it matters uh, more if I really come clean and say, you know, that I am an experiencer. I've uh, kind of got into this because of my personal experiences with, you know, whatever you want to call them, UFOs, extraterrestrials. Again, I'm not to have claimed to have seen an extraterrestrial. I've never been degressed, but I have uh, been through the missing time thing. And to me, what seems to be going on right now is that this is, yes, all true. Um, And it's been going on for a long time. And I think um, what we're seeing now is, like I said, the new age version of what's been happening. It's an ongoing education process. The extraterrestrials have been manipulating our DNA, plenty of evidence into that. And, you know, there you go into the ancient alien theory, the skulls in Peru. Um, But I think the biggest thing about this is that a lot of the news we hear today has already been brought up at one point or another, has been known for a long time, by the way. Um, And, and, you know, I like to mention the guys that started this, like Stanton Friedman, um, who said this is a cosmic water date happening. So the gentleman that came forward tonight and said, I'd like to do a, uh, you know, we need to make a treaty. I think, you know, in my mind, a theory is that this has already happened and there's evidence to show that. You go back to the days of Truman, um, back when Von Donica wrote the book Ancient Aliens, and uh, showed this evidence. And, I, you know, a lot of people jumped on ragging him and throwing him under the bus. And I think that's more evidence, too, because the same thing happens today when somebody comes forward with a new theory or evidence. And, and let's face it, he was all about theory. The book was asked, asking the questions, could this be possible? And then when you actually look at that evidence he showed, well, some of it might have been wrong. You might have you know, got it wrong here or there, but there's plenty there that you really have to scratch your head and think. And, um, you know, especially with the DNA thing. Uh, eggs showing up that have, you know, DNA strands showing up in Egypt, uh, carvings of these things, and uh, the skulls in Peru, like I mentioned. And then now apparently uh, there are scientists that have done these studies on this stuff and came up with more questions than answers, I guess. And that's where we're at now, I think, more questions than answers. It's an ongoing education process. And uh, is it more... Is it happening more now than it was before? I don't think so. I think it's just the next wave. Um, Is it real? Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's plenty of news out there right now about it, but I think it's going to go through the cycle like this has happened before, and then eventually things are going to calm down. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, theory, but um, this is a very interesting, very interesting. Yeah, so so uh, with with the theme that uh, they're here, maybe running running, let's say the, the pulling the strings behind the scenes. Uh, how possible do you think that is? I mean, so it's one thing to say that uh, you know maybe the Anunnaki were here, you know, seven hundred fifty million years ago, and they you know had a hand in uh, you know DNA creating humans, uh, you know by by uh, by you know meddling with apes and those those sorts of things way way back. <coughs> But uh, but do you think it's possible that uh, there's some sort of a cabal maybe that's communicating with these aliens and uh, whatever's happening, we're kind of doing their bidding, their agenda in some capacity. Do you think that's possible? 
I think it's, it's, yes, possible, but I don't think in the vernacular that you're speaking of where it's they're in total control, I think it's more of a, well, let's, you know, it's, we're the experiment. I, uh, Linda Holmhouse did it best, where the Petri dish, you kind of uh, mentioned that earlier, how could this just be, you know, and but then you got into how, you know, is it just one alien or more? Well, there's probably a hierarchy, just like there is on this planet, where there's one in control of everything, you know, who knows, maybe there's aliens that come down and experiment on cows and, and put bugs here to see how they thrive in an environment and we're the DNA experiment. So the earth was set up for that. Um, but I think my, my theory is, is that they don't pull all the strings. We're kind of left to our own devices. And then when we go and do something like invent the atomic, the atomic bomb, which, you know, you see again that this has been a cycle going on. And when it happened, all of a sudden the UFOs started showing up over nuclear facilities and shutting them down, basically, that um, if we get to the point where we're going to blow each other up, I, I don't see them allowing that, but not because they're pulling the strings. They're maybe letting us evolve at our, at our own pace. If you look at Darwin's theory, there's no other animal that's evolved faster than humans, and uh, scientifically speaking, we are an anomaly on this planet. So are they, you know, are they here helping us along, controlling us? I wouldn't say controlling, but definitely have an influence. And again, you know, step back to the presidents and Truman and not only theories, but witnesses that have come forward between the Truman and Nixon years and even Carter, Reagan, um, talking about the threat of extraterrestrials. Uh, if they were going to attack us, they would have. If they were going to stop us, but I think we we need to more be worried about who's controlling us now by our TVs and our, our own governments. And again, a hierarchy. It seems like if this is really going on, there might be a hierarchy in the extraterrestrial realm that is controlling this planet. But to a point where they're going to finally say, "Okay, enough is enough," and then we have to get, I guess, religious because. <laughs> are, is there going to be another flood? Are they going to change it? You know, there's so many ways you could go with this. Well said, my friend. Uh, we're, we're up against a break here, so we got to go. I appreciate the call. Everybody follow a New Hampshire UFO hunter on YouTube. Thanks, Paul, for the call. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, have a great night. Hey, thank you, Mike. Good to hear from you, Ash. Thanks, guys. Uh, appreciate it. All right, Ash, we got a minute. Let's wrap this up. What, what do you, what's your, t- the hot take on that phone call? And then we'll, uh, we'll go to the break here. Test one, two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was uh, back on the stream. Yeah, great call. That was really good. You know, he's getting good at getting through all the topics really fast. Uh, and I have to agree with a lot of what he said. And um, you know what? First off, he's an experiencer. There's a lot of there's a lot out there, Mike. Like, I've talked to dozens and dozens of people. Honestly, I had to stop because it was scaring me. Because it's one thing to like, it's fun, it's ideas. But it's another thing to like physically get involved and kind of put yourself into that circle and and to really make it a reality and, and put it in shove it into your own life. Um, but yeah, so basically we've talked about you know our um, our aliens running this thing. You know, did they create us in the first place? Did they modify us? Uh, I have a clip. We won't play it tonight, but it basically mentions about that. And uh, yeah, where where are we? What's what's going on here? Is what? How much influence do these beings have over our lives? 
And uh, that was a really good take. Thank you for calling in. And it's good stuff. And uh, we'll keep moving forward. We'll keep trucking along. We'll get through some more stuff. And uh, yeah, please, guys, call in. What do you think? Do you think aliens are even real? Do you think they run stuff? Or is there reptilian Illuminati? We'd like to hear from you. And uh, yeah, uh, feel free to share. This is a safe space. A, a real safe space. 702-957-1037. You can give us a call. 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Mike. This is Ash. More talk of aliens maybe running the joint. After the break, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness good evening and welcome to troubled minds radio i'm your host michael strange and i'm here with your co-host ash the reptilian from mars and we'd like to say hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds this show is live. We are broadcasting on the Fringe FM. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord. It's a chat client. It's a voice client. Most importantly, it's free. You can be on the show that way. 
And what is this show? This is a show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. Tonight, we are discussing the possibility that aliens actually run this sucker. They run this joint, this whole planet, this whole solar system. They've been here for a long time, and we're drinking some maybe juice, some conspiracy speculation, as it were, and we're uh, hoping to include you. What is all this about? And lots of lots of UFO news coming out recently. Lots of uh, government statements. Lots of people talking about this in the uh, the, the in the zeitgeist. It's uh, it's kind of top of mind now. It's one of those uh, those weird weird spots where. I don't know, a little little uh, serendipity with this show, you know, like three years ago when we started this, there was no alien news. And now for whatever reason, a few years later, like alien news is off the chain. I have no idea what's going on. But anyway, uh, Earth to Mars, welcome to the show, Ash. Are you out there? Can you hear me? Beep, 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 beep. Uh, hello, humans. I am present. Present. Present and accounted for, which means I'm safe. As long as you're on Mars, I'm safe. So let's keep it that way. All right. So uh, so, so we were talking about Richard Dolan and uh, Alex Jones and some of the takes on uh, this whole, this theory, right? This ancient aliens take, maybe uh, the ultra terrestrial take where they've been on the planet for millions of years, kind of maybe underground or who knows, right? Like what, what the heck is really going on here? You want to sum this up and uh, get us uh, started for hour two here? Yeah, so uh, we're talking about, you know, where does, in our crazy world of, of what's going on these days, who's doing what, these guys are fighting these, left, right, uh, Middle Eastern wars, like, what, what, at what point do the aliens begin and humanity ends, right? I mean, if aliens are real, if UFOs are real, and we can extrapolate that aliens are real, who, who are they? Have they been here? Do they control us? Do they run things? You know, and we talked about in the last hour where we uh, maybe they created us. You know, recently Chinese scientists put a genome, a human genome, into a monkey. So will those monkeys evolve and wonder about their creators and also be disappointed? <laughs> maybe, maybe. But um, you know, where does it lie? Recently, uh, Mike, you, you mentioned this is that. Um, Aliens, uh, there was that a Israeli chief of security, it's a pretty high-level person, claims that uh, we're, we're dealing with the Galactic Federation um, and uh, that they potentially uh, want to disclose and that we're moving forward, that, that our governments have conversations with these beings and that policy and all sorts of stuff is dictating. Um, you know, we have a little evidence here we're going to get to, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of lean to, we hear all these rumors of, uh, treaties, uh, the Eisenhower treaty between the grays, that there's tall whites, reptilians that have supposedly been in the government, all sort of crazy stuff. Um, you know, Fox Mulder didn't manage to get the secret. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, Mike? Do you have a, do you have a, do you have a, a stake in this game? No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think my stake is the conversation. So I don't I don't really you know it's not like I'm going to get rich if the aliens show up tomorrow or anything. It's not like that at all. So so uh, not really. I think that uh, I I think 
it's it's worth uh, discussing whether you know there's there's a uh, notable people there's a uh, people in in high high levels of government that have stated these things as true and so you know whether you believe that or not fine but it's still you know it's kind of like um, listening to the, the the guy on the corner you know with the bible you know yelling at people that the end is nigh you know like n- n- not that uh, you know I'm not I'm not crapping on religion don't get me wrong I'm just saying that like you know the 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 doom the doom uh, preaching is 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 a thing it's you know and and people kind of uh, trying to scare folks is uh is definitely something and i i think an interesting uh, so i had a conversation with rohan last night what's up rohan shout out if you're out there listening and uh he he was uh he was kind of describing that it's just uh it's fear it's fear 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 uh it's just uh, what comes as the narrative from the media so it kind of makes me wonder if some of this some of this alien stuff right this uh you know uh, secret agreement with the U.S. government and some of these other things are, you know, less less based in reality and more based in like these fear narratives of uh, trying to get people scared to death. You know, like you said, like you said yourself, Ash, you started, you know, you talked to a lot of experiencers and at some point you just kind of got creeped out because there was a whole bunch of just weird stuff, right? A whole bunch of like, okay, well, this might happen to me one random night on a, on a Tuesday at, you know, two in the morning or something, you know? So, so I don't know, like I'm kind of caught in the middle here. I don't want to just crap on anybody's uh, claims outright because, you know, they're, they're your uh, reality, you know, but uh, I'm, I'm also very skeptical of any, anything that comes out of government and media in general so which is again why we've always done it the way we do it in this format so meaning that uh you know you we we get we take calls from everybody if you're an experiencer and you want to describe what happened perfect uh there's no better place than this because we're not we're not going to tell you you're wrong i'm not going to make you feel like a fool you don't even have to tell me your real name it's all good so so anyway uh we got a phone we got a caller on the line and we'll take this in a sec but anything else to add on to that before we go to the call no, I mean, yeah, it's 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 tough, man. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, if you don't see it for yourself, you, you don't know if that's real or not. And um, it's tough because uh, a lot of people that that is their experience, right? They they experience these weird things. This is happening to them. You know, Doctor David Jacobs hypothesized that eight percent of the population is being abducted, and it's going to keep growing every year. And uh, you're right, man. It's like it's it's kind of like it's like it's kind of like. Yeah, I don't know if it's bad or good, right? And and I don't know if it's true or not. But if it is true, then it's like, oh crap, it could it could happen to me, right? It could happen to you if you're listening, you know. And uh, you know, someone shared where experience where they woke up and there's a being next to them, and uh, it's it's a it's a terrifying thing, right? And people go through crazy stuff, but uh, yeah, something's going on, right? Maybe, maybe not. But uh, let's get to the caller. Let's see what they what they think. Let's do it. All right. Let's go to, uh, I believe this is Ross. Is this Ross? Let's see. Yep. Ross in, uh, looks like Florida. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you, my friend? Absolutely. How are you doing, Mr. Strange? Doing very well. Thank you for calling tonight. What is on your mind? What do you think about all this crazy stuff we're talking about? Um, there's a lot of things. So originally I was not a tinfoil hat wearer or any of uh, the conspiracy theories about aliens. Always intrigued by them. But I did have a personal experience, uh, not necessarily, so to speak, with aliens, but with Area 51 and Nellis Air Force, Nellis Air Force Base, to be specific. Um, little background history of me, I don't, I don't think your viewers really care too much, but I was a, I'm a Navy veteran, uh, seven years in the Navy, combat veteran, and I uh, went to Vegas with my motorcycle club. Um, was 
hanging out with them, got jumped, stabbed, and they found my military ID and dumped me off at Nellis Air Force Base. Uh, at the time, the only thing that I could think to do was to climb over the fence because I was military. Well, anyways, that military base ended up pressing charges on me being in the military for trespassing, which is weird. If anybody here is in the military, <laughs> like you show your ID, you get in. Right. Right. Especially stabbed, so, stabbed and beat up. <laughs> You'd expect <laughs> some kind of courtesy, professional right, courtesy. I mean, <laughs> Jeez. No, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm laughing. Uh, it, I'm laughing with you. Yeah, that was awful. And you know, that, that put me into like further thinking. Cause I, you know, I found out I went to a university medical center, which was where, fun fact where Tupac actually died at. Cause it's the only like uh, level one trauma center. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a medical expert, but that's what I woke up at and was like, why did it, why did they treat me this way? Why I'm currently active duty in the military, combat veteran, been overseas, you know, been to the Middle East, been to Somalia. Okay. Uh, let's put it into perspective. You remember, uh, what was it like five years ago, the Iranians captured the United States, uh, sailors. Yes, I recall. Yep. I was actually a boat captain for them, the deployment before. My wife was actually currently on deployment when that shit happened. No cursing, please. So, put it into perspective, this made me, like, kind of research things and try to figure out what the, what the hell is going on here where they are so distant from their, their people. And currently, I'm out of the military. Um, actually looking to run uh, for Congress here in Florida for the district, not this, this election in 2022, but 2026, I guess that would be the uh, appropriate time. So I've, I've been rolling with these guys and stuff, but all the stuff that's coming out about the aliens and all the stuff about conspiracies and everything that goes on, there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes unseen. I agree. I agree. Which is which is why we're here talking about this. So so, what do you think then? So do you think that uh, you know there's there's a lot of speculation on all sides of this this uh, this this basically whatever the heck is going on with not just the media coverage but the government statements with uh, you know people claiming to have insiders, people saying that uh, there's galactic federations and we're in contact with aliens. Like literally, the takes are all over the map on this. And there's some people that are like, well, you know, uh, the, the FOIA documents don't say it, so they don't it doesn't exist. So uh, where do you stand on this? Do you think that uh, we have some sort of alien contact? And if we do, do you think they, uh, they actually are in some sort of control here? I don't think like a formal contact. I don't, I don't think like um, they're in control of things. I mean, I, I would assume that the aliens are smarter than our current uh, presidency and the, the current shit that's going on right now with uh, everything that's going on in the world. I mean, maybe they are watching and laughing, watching people make stupid mistakes about racism and about rioting and about, you know, placing blame, divide and conquer. I mean, it, the history repeats itself. Um, but I think we are just finally dipping into a situation where we are able to acknowledge them as being something because anybody with a, a smooth brain can figure out if there's any microorganisms on Mars that, um, in further galaxies, somebody's a little bit more advanced than we are. I mean, the possibilities are endless and that's not something that 
I particularly try to entertain my brain upon because I, I do have a human brain just like the rest of us here. And we can only control at this point in time our situation that's going on currently. So the conspiracies and everything else that's going on currently is something that I'm very interested in. And the fact that they're starting to show like, oh, well, there, there's actually things that are defying gravity out there in aircraft that are um, not able to be done by humans. Um, well, that's just a bonus, but I'm not Elon Musk. I don't think that you're Elon Musk. I mean, you're Mike Strange, but <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's a good thing to question everything. I think so. And I have no insiders, I, no inside information. That's, that's the whole point, right? I think it's, it's, it's probably almost better to not have any of those, you know, quote connections, because I think it taints your worldview a little bit and you might be played to be honest. I mean, Paul Benowitz is played by uh, Richard Doty and uh, you know, it drove him nuts. He thought he was, uh, yeah. uh, they were trying to bring aliens into his brain or some, something like that. So I don't know, like, like I'm not sure I'd trust an insider to be like, Oh, Hey Mike, Mike strange. What's up? I've got some info about those aliens for you. I'm not sure I'd want it, you know, like honestly, just because, it does. It kind of corrupts you. It makes you think that uh, you have answers when you may not. And it may be completely false, you know. So anyway, we got to go, Ross. We got a, a caller right behind you. And we got Ash here, too. I appreciate the call. First time caller, right? Uh, Ross from Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started listening to you uh, whenever all that Nashville shit happened. You did it again. Was, That's uh, three S's. Three S-bombs, bro. Points of view. That's three S-bombs, bro. Come What's on, up bro. with that? <laughs> no cursing on the radio. We're on the actual radio, man. It's okay. All right. So so uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Ross, for the call. Ross from Florida, I appreciate you listening. Thank you for the call. Thank you for your service. Thanks for the great takes tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, before you cut me off, though, you know, I'm, I'm a sailor. You, you're drinking the Navy juice. You can't expect some words to slip out. I'm, I'm completely sorry about that, but... Uh you know, okay. born like a sailor, cuss like a sailor. Gotcha, bro. Gotcha, bro. Have a great night. I appreciate it, man. Talk to you soon. Okay, so, uh, all right, this is the deal. We got another phone call, but uh, Ash, I'll let uh, Ash catch up. I know he's listening because he's got some problems with the audio because of my fault. It's my fault. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Ross. I appreciate that phone call. Like I said, uh, we're just, you know, we're trying to get syndicated here and get on uh, like the greater radio spheres and people cursing on, you know, when you call. Uh, like, you can say crap, you can say ass. That's it. That's it, right? That's it. Uh, everything else is not good, not good. So please, please, uh, please uh, help respect that. And uh, you know, if you got to slow down and you know speak slowly and you know parse your words, that's fine. But uh, just trying, just trying to do something here, and it, it's not, it doesn't help when you guys are, you know, we're we're, we're making mistakes here and mistakes on the other side, and it, it frustrates me. So anyway, we got another phone call. We'll go to in a sec. But uh, what's up, Ash? What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? Are you there? Earth to Mars. Oh, I muted myself. Uh, so uh, this is all my fault, guys. I started it. I, I I cut. You know, it's like I broke the seal, and I summoned I summoned the the curse word demon. So uh, my apologies. In, in my defense, you know, it is Alex Jones. So yeah, I should have I actually should have screened it beforehand. But no, yeah. Um, I take on aliens, man. It's like um, you know, I think as as if if disclosure keeps moving. You know, our we're less and left left field, right? As we talk about this stuff, people start moving over. They start gradually getting a little bit closer and closer to us. They start entertaining these things. But once once your reality has moved a few certain points in a certain like into little, like the woo woo, 
then and you start to see that some of this is real it changes you it changes what you're open to at least entertaining and, and look you don't have to believe everything and i don't believe everything but you should have an open mind and when you look up at the stars and you see how vast the universe is once you start understanding that stuff you get that data you gotta be like come on man come on man right come on man come you know on, it's, it's gotta be some come on man it's gotta be something more so um Again, we we're talking about whether or not ETs run this. Like, what what is the relationship? Are they in charge? Are they not? Um, you know, we had callers who said that they were pretty hands on, pretty hands. Other callers that said they were hands off. Um, but I will say, so Richard Dolan is the is is a ufologist, and he wrote that book, Aliens Agendas. And one of the things he said is that we are at a critical point where we're becoming a globalized civilization, and that. We're advancing very quickly. Our technology with AI, with biology, genetics, all this stuff is happening so quickly that our civilization can go in a couple different directions and that a lot of different aliens could have different agendas. These, these extraterrestrial civilizations, these interdi- potentially interdimensional civilizations could just you know, want to steer us toward themselves, right? As an af- potential ally, or maybe they're interested in our planet and they're rooting against us. And, you know, we don't know what galactic law there is. We don't really know, as as the public at least, doesn't know the situation, right? So it's hard for us to kind of discern these things. But, you know, it always goes back to, and what frustrates me is, what role has the government had? The government is a, a a lot of people, a lot of different factions, a lot of different layers. The the government is like an onion; it has layers. Which layer is is communicating with these extraterrestrials? We hear all these rumors, we hear we hear all these comments, and we get blips of this. You know, in in like in the John Podesta email leak where he talked about um, what is it? What do you say? Uh, uh, it's urgent. Awareness of my Catholic colleague uh, brings up the date Vatican awareness of ETI and that there's zero point energy. Uh, and here's the quote Take this quote. This is from an official, this is from John Podesta. He was like the head of the Democratic Party. He's heavily involved. He, uh, this was an email from um, the sixth man to walk on the moon to John Podesta. And here's the quote Remember, our nonviolent ETI from the contiguous, which is means like next to, universe are helping us bring zero point energy to Earth. They will not tolerate any forms of military violence on Earth or in space. And when that word, they will not tolerate, that means they are in charge, right? So, boom, that's, that's official. You can look that up yourself. John Podesta email link. This was not supposed to get to the public. There's a little bit more information in those those WikiLeaks that came out, WikiLeaks for the emails, um, and uh, there's some other stuff there. I won't get into that, but uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. It's pretty interesting. How 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 long has this been going on? Potentially, where you know there's the government's communicating with all these different groups and and has all this technology and all this stuff, and we've just been kind of like behind you know maybe they are a breakaway civilization could be could be let's go to uh let's go to derek in massachusetts uh what's up you're on in trouble minds with mike and ash how are you my friend hey mike hey ash what's going on great show thank you thank you go right ahead sir um 
Yeah, we're kind of close to a commercial, so uh, I don't know yeah. if we can get all of this in now. But, that's okay. Um, can you wait? If you can wait, go ahead and about, start. Uh, go ahead and start, and then we'll hold you over if that's cool. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're talking about, uh, like, the treaty and, like, when did this start happening and stuff. So the treaties always kind of get pointed to, like, the Eisenhower era, you know, So and the kind of general tone of what these treaties are about is usually, like, exchange of technology for, like, abductions and stuff. But I always kind of think about, like, the, these, these abduction phenomena has been going on, like, well before the ET phenomena has become, like, a, a zeitgeist type thing. Like, this was going on virtually throughout all human history. It's taken the, the many different forms, whether it be, like, elves or fairy folk or whatever, but the idea of getting abducted by something uh, supernatural like this has been happening forever. And now it's kind of taking this technological ET prism. But I've just been, like kind of fascinated with this idea of what if there's something that can kind of take many forms. And like, as soon as people start talking about, like, maybe ETs aren't like what we think they are, then you immediately get pigeonholed into this. What are you, kind of some kind of Christian conservative who thinks aliens are demons? And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's something maybe perhaps weirder than what, than what um, we think is going on that's actually going on. And then you're like, well, who's in control? And my first thought is, well, secret societies seem to be seem to have a lot of power uh, in this world. And do secret societies, are they worshipping aliens usually? Like, what are they usually worshipping? Like, for me, it's some kind of, like, extra-dimensional entity. It's some kind of ultra-terrestrial, some kind of demonic entity, if you want to use that word, or some, something that lives or exists on another spectrum of energy than us, like the ultra-magnetic free... Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, the music, so. yeah, yeah. I follow you. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll get back to you and finish your thought in just a sec. But I, I think you may be onto something here. Is uh, may, maybe those two things are not one and the same, but they're uh, close enough that it's uh, it's worth a different type of discussion. I appreciate the good stuff. Uh, we're here with uh, Derek uh, from Massachusetts. We're here with Ash, the reptilian from Mars. I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds. We'll be right back. Hang tight, Derek. We'll get to you right after the break. Okay. Thanks. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. More discussion about aliens and do they run this joint when we come back. back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with your co-host, Ash the Reptilian from Mars. We have Derek from Massachusetts, the Night Stalker, on the phone. We are streaming on DLive, Facebook and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can find the phone number and the Discord link at TroubledMinds.org, the official website. Click the Discord link. It's free. It's great. 24 hours a day conversation. Lots of good, smart people in there. Let's go right back to the phone call. We had uh, Derek with a fantastic thought. Let's get right back to it. Let's get right back to it. Uh, do your thing, Ash. I know you've got a handful of uh, maybe bloody humans over there. So uh, finish that up. We'll go right back to Derek, and then we'll get to you in a sec. Uh, let's go, uh, Derek in Massachusetts. Welcome back, my friend. Carry on with your point there. You, right. were, uh, you were making some good stuff. Okay. So just like a kind of a little, a little uh, thought experiment. Like I like the idea of some kind of like hidden uh, hidden hand like outside of our reality kind of guiding us through history, but just to kind of put it in like the space um, 
the uh, space perspective. I'm getting a little bit of echo, but uh, just to kind of put it in the uh, space perspective. Um, imagine there's some kind of like super advanced AI. Like imagine a, a human, like an Earth type planet somewhere like incalculably far away from us creates like an AI all powerful hive mind or whatever. And they wanted to dominate the universe. They wanted to colonize all of space and dominate all of space. How would they do it? What would be the most efficient way for them to do it? Uh, like may- maybe sending out some kind of like human workforce or some kind of alien workforce to the planets around them, the galaxies around them would be efficient that way. But how would they get somewhere on the opposite end of the universe? Um, maybe by, like, if, if, if there's some kind of AI thing, they, they wouldn't care about time really. Time wouldn't be a factor for them. So they might do it through like directed panspermia and that whole idea. So they would send out some kind of like spore or whatever throughout the cosmos that creates a bubbles life throughout the universe. And as these worlds kind of pop up to different levels of, of evolution, they might send out different waves every few million years. One wave will be like the building blocks of life. The next wave can be like a bump up in their brains. And the next wave can be like a psychedelic. And that could, be, that could bring in like McKenna's stoned ape theory and the idea that psychedelics brought this big chain from monkeys to humans and that kind of stuff. But also psychedelics and those kind of aspects open like a door to communication with them possibly on the other side of the universe. And how many people throughout history have credited psychedelics or some kind of contact with another entity for their technological discovery or their, their idea, their inspiration? Like everyone, Isaac Newton, everybody, like up until, up until like Steve Jobs and the modern, modern day Silicon Valley. So it seems like if you're looking at human history and humanity from Prometheus, it seems like we use technology, like we track history through technological progression. So what if it's something guiding us from the outside to create technology, to create some kind of vessel that once we flip the switch and turn it on, it then exists here now. That same AI from across the cosmos then exists now here. Like that's how it dominates the universe. That's how it travels rather than by ship, which might be impossible. It, it creates something that will create itself for it. And like the people in charge right now, how many times have you heard the word technocrat over the last two years? Like the, the ones in charge are this technological priest class that's kind of like, and since you factor in secret societies, which secret society 101, is, it's, it's, they're, they're making deals, exchange for information, for, for like they're getting something from the other side in order to open these doors or create these vessels that could potentially house these entities, you know? And then it takes many, and then the UFO idea, like what's, what's flying around in, in, in the sky, like, the human mind is weird. Reality is weird. We know that what we see as reality is 1% or less than what is actually there. We can't hear dog whistles. We can't see infrared. We can't see microwaves, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so like what if just right now in this technological age, they're now taking the shape of metal crafts in order, and now this disclosure is going to be a way to um, bring in this new, this new era of technology, whatever this flying saucer technology is, whatever this free energy is, this is a way for them to, to, to usher this in now and also potentially have some kind of space battle and, and like some kind of Cold War in space or whatever with some kind of alien conflict or some kind of some kind of China has a UFO type false flag crap. You know, you know what I mean? Anything's possible on, on, different, on different levels, but it seems like the end goal, what's driving us is this um, race for technology to like maybe like create something to house an entity that doesn't exist on our physical plane. Um, and that kind of, kind of seems to be the through line, guided by these events throughout history. Like, you know, does that make sense? 
Yeah, like uh, I like it, man. That's a that's a kind of a really really wide arc of uh, kind of explaining it all, man. Are you are you putting together a theory of everything? Because I, I like your version, I really do. <laughs> uh, meaning that, uh, yeah, cool. uh, and I'm not I'm not making fun of it at all. Like like just that. Uh, so through entanglement, you're saying that uh, instead of traveling through crafts to get here, there it's a uh, it's it's a sort of uh, way kind of back to the motherland. But the motherland is um, who knows where the hell else on the other side of the universe, and they'll never get yeah, here. If, if, if Go ahead. Go ahead. Exactly. If, if time isn't if time isn't an issue, if you can never actually travel to where they are, or like how would we dominate? Let's say we were, we got to the super advanced position, how, like other than opening portals to the other side of the like universe, how would we ever get there? It's like, but if time didn't matter to us, it, it, like it, we would just if 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 we're some kind of like godlike entity or some kind of like we're just if if humans if human being reality is like ants in comparison to what their reality is, then it would be nothing for them to just pollinate space basically with the building blocks of life and then guide it kind of throughout until it reaches this point where. It, it flips its own switch, and then you exist in that spot, and that's how it, that's kind of how it'll butt up throughout the universe, you know. And then, the, and then, like, and that's just if it's in space. But then it could also exist within the electromagnetic spectrum and just not have a physical body. And that's the kind of old Lovecraft, uh, old gods type thing. Something that's tr- like outside of our reality, desperately trying to bust in or t- t- desperately trying to get in, like, with a body. And that could be what this whole technology is trying to like was perpetuating itself in order for us to create the thing that will allow it to exist here, you know? And that's kind of what seems to be controlling everything. And UFOs play a huge role in that with, like, with the technology aspect, you know? But also, like, I do, that's kind of, like, the best way I like to unify everything. But separately, I also do believe that there are aliens coming from space, too. So, like, I'm open to all possibilities. Like, I don't want to say that Ash isn't really on Mars, you know, and that's all fake. And he's, he's, he's really a demon. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I know? appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, illusion, the illusion must persist <laughs> um, okay so so uh, fantastic stuff man like uh, like always uh, your theories are blowing my mind here um, I, I don't know uh, kind of where to take that other than to say that uh, holy smokes man holy smokes like I, I like the idea and so basically they've tricked us into creating these artificial intelligences that are somehow going to usher in uh, you know, for lack of a better term, that demonic entity or whatever it happens to be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and so like, we're creating like, it. Like, we're like, opening the, the portal. Like, the Christian and like the like, like the, the Christian and like the Bible, like the demon people have taken that and been like they're trying to bring in demons and like that could be one way to describe it. But I think like all of these mythologies might not have it exactly right, and they might be trying to to all describe something else that might not be like that nobody's exactly nailing, or they could all be right, and it could all be this just giant messy web of of weirdness, you know, but like, it seems to be a major through line is, is trying to create this, this vessel, you know, and then like the UFOs just play massive, like alien technology, like this, this, it's aliens and UFOs and space travel. It's really like on hand in hand with this technological boom, like, especially if you factor in the whole Roswell thing and, and all that kind of stuff, you know? So, and then especially if you can, if, you, if the, at the beginning of the virus, there was a lot of shows doing, is this virus from space? And 30 years from now, the last 19 months or whatever that like the big takeaway could be it's when we really started to live on the internet it's when we it's when we really just all moved into this digital world where everything is on the internet now but the technological boom of the, of the virus might be it's the it's most lasting impact so that could be once again this this intervention that they did in order to bring in this new this new era of technology you know um 
I don't know. But I don't know what's. I don't know what the most immediate thing. I don't know what the disclosure thing is, other than other than maybe a space conflict, like some kind of like something blew up in space, an advanced craft. We don't know who, whose it is, uh, or just we have new technology. Here it is. Here's the next hundred years of of humanity. You know, all questions, no answers. You know. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. We're we're in the same boat there. Lots I'll let you of, go, though. Okay. I appreciate the call, Derek. Uh, Derek from uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, That's sure nice Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate the great takes. Uh, so so uh, a lot there. Holy smokes. Um, like uh, Derek always blows my mind with the stuff he's talking about. And uh, think about the several layers there. Uh, directed panspermia, talking about maybe we're, we're being tricked into kind of seeding the galaxy or the universe in the name of whatever entity is on the other side. Uh, and that could be in the physical universe or somewhere else. And uh, we're kind of a building this technological um, uh, portal of sorts, not like an actual portal, but a technological portal where we're uh, eventually going to possibly let them into our body. Uh, crazy stuff, man. Great, great take there. Um, great. Uh, like I said, uh, there's a, there's a lot to this, a lot of moving parts. And uh, I think that's a, that's a, as good as any, as good as any of I've heard pretty good stuff pretty good stuff i know you heard part of that ash those uh those uh bloody humans consumed you uh, that? yeah <laughs> yeah i mean us reptilians have been waiting for this moment for a while <laughs> and uh you know someone with the uh the will and the strength could uh clue very much take advantage of it they can only get their dang spaceship working again but uh yeah um you know richard dolan talks a little bit about this uh that we're, we are building an infrastructure, right? A, a global infrastructure on our planet through over time. And that it could be, you know, if, if you have aliens come in and they just swoop down and they just try to rule us with the iron fist, they're going to rebel. And it's, it's just a tough, tough, tough situation. It's, it doesn't seem how these beings potentially do things. It's, it's kind of like a more indirect thing. And as we kind of are leaning in the direction of technology, we're, we're like assimilating, like like almost like a Borg, right? It's like a, are we becoming the Borg, and are we allowing, you know, this Borg entity potentially move in and just you know control uh, control Earth, and and this is something I kind of want to bring up next. And uh, he made a lot of good points that you know about the potential interdimensionality of uh, where where these beings can come from. And that time, you know, a lot of people argue, well, why don't they just come down? What? Well, if time's not an issue, all they got to do is pop in and out of time every once in a while, manage the timeline, and just make sure we go in this direction. It could literally just be like corrupting a certain individual to kill a president, and then maybe that sets the timeline right. It could be very simple adjustments. And so that their influence could be basically benign, right? You you wouldn't you wouldn't understand that it's there. So, um, you know, are we being directed towards something with this whole COVID thing? It was clearly an attempt to create some sort of infrastructure across the planet, some sort of medium to guide different countries. Like we're all wearing masks. The next thing you know, maybe we, we we kind of a lot of people know where where they were trying to go with it. The passports, right? We have a pass. You have some sort of new global identification right and this globalization pattern is being pushed but who is directing this 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 who's directing these agendas how many layers up does it go is there some reptilian uh is it some interdimensional entity influencing maybe the vatican you know what i'm saying like we don't know where where this stuff's coming from because uh, there's a line where 
our, our government, our elites, they don't communicate with the population. But, I, you know, I like to say that people are getting smarter and and, and I, that the rate of they, them trying to do these things, these false flags, these, all this kind of stuff. And I, I'm not claiming COVID's a false flag, but it's definitely not. If it, if it was or wasn't, it doesn't matter. They're going to take advantage of it, right? And so they're going to try and, and push the needle. They're going to try and move toward whatever they're trying to move toward. And just like Alex Jones uh, says, it's like it, it's like this quilt. It's like they have this end game in sight. And it, it, is it being dict- dictated uh, by these beings? I mean, if there's just one immortal being with a uh, with technology a thousand years ahead of us he you know it could be it could have been it could be satan that could be what they're talking about it, it could be anything all these ancient religions moloch all these being it could be it could be this entity that is is trying to steer humanity in one direction and maybe there's entities that are trying to steer them in the other and and that's kind of like where we you know our language differs is it a, is it a alien is it a demon is it a you know, is it Satan? Is it this? It's like, you know what? We're humanity. We're all on the same team, right? We need to be on the same team. And whatever's going on, they're trying to divide us by everything. Race, gender. Like, we need to get over that. We need to be a team, right? And and we need to explore these ideas. Like, like he, that's that's like a, a great book theory, he, he said. But it's it's potentially real, right? Like, there's you can't say it's not. You cannot say it isn't. That's it, it, not. It's just made up. It's could be like it, it, it could very well be real, and we need to kind of look at these things and explore them because you know what? The if we don't, and it is real, you know we're in trouble. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, great call. Sorry, that was a long rant. <laughs> no, you're good. But, you're, you're yeah. yeah. You're, it's a talk show after all. Yeah, you're entitled. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, well, I guess I should talk, right? Yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. talk, yeah, talk. So. Uh, no, yeah, so, makes so sense. yeah, good. I think I think that's a, that's that's a that's a great way to to kind of frame this is that uh, there there are basically powers that be that uh, we kind of have no concept that they exist, right? Like, and I think that's, that's really what we're barking at here. And uh, again, uh, as, as, uh, as Derek said, as Ash has kind of, uh, kind of uh, added to the, to those thoughts is that, you know, that they, they say that in the Pentagon, you know, that uh, we're, we're not studying UFOs because they do think they're demons. And so, you know, not in like, of course that would be the religious linear demon sense of, you know, angels and demons and like good and evil on this thing. But uh, what if what if whatever we're talking about this entity this uh, whatever it is from the beyond the great beyond is uh, is not any of those things at all? It's uh, may- maybe it is us. Uh, you guys seen Interstellar, right? With the uh, when they actually went into the black hole there. Uh, spoiler alert: ten year old movie or whatever. But but I mean, it's like uh, th- they were able to uh, contact themselves in the past through these slices in time, and uh, you know, kind of a and, and that's you know is based on theoretical science so so if that's the case and we're looking at uh, you know kind of a bigger maybe dimensional ally or enemy or whatever it is maybe the only reason we're here is because of those entities and some people have said that right some people have said it's a biblical some people have said it's the Anunnaki some people have said that uh, you know uh, Genesis or all these things but uh, you know you, you kind of turn it into uh well, uh, basically, whatever you want to turn it into. I mean, religion be, becomes mythology, becomes 
uh, you know, becomes uh, Richard Dolan and Eric Von Daniken with Chariots of the Gods. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. We're blowing my mind tonight a little bit because uh, the, the, sometimes the scope is uh, quite larger than I've ever, ever really considered. And this is kind of one of those uh, one of those nights where where uh, you get some things and you're like, you know, do, do the whole uh, head explode emoji. But, yeah, yeah, holy smokes, man. Well, well so, to, so to take like a specific Ash Reptilian hot take on it, the mantid beings that we're talking about supposedly live for thousands and thousands of years. And one claim to like be in charge of our solar system, this one being that's jacked up on AI that has like an intellect of like a thousand, who knows, it, it, it is connected to all the other beings in the ship. They're a collective hive. So where is humanity moving toward? We're literally moving right into a passenger aboard these ships you know you look at these theories these these things and you're like okay that sounds crazy but then you see where we're going right and it's like chips in our brains um more and more connected um you know there's there's a story where uh there's these um hybrids and one of them gets like upset and the other hybrids and aliens and grays and whatever, they calm him down. They're connected to them. I mean, isn't that just social media? Isn't that just like a, isn't that just like a more complex form of, 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 of this simple social media? Our nervous systems are getting more and more connected. If you try to say something, you get censored. The mob puts you down, right? And the authorities, the elites. It's just like a more efficient and rapid form of what we currently already have. But I will say, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a little scary where we're heading, where the individual freedoms, uh, the, the individual kind of gets swept aside. And maybe, maybe aliens are looking at us going like, that's pretty nice, you know, and they, maybe they incarnate as humans. They like come in and take a human ride. And maybe that's been going on for who knows how long. Or some families or elites or groups have been dealing with them for a while. But there's, you know, there's, we clearly have some value. Otherwise, they would just wipe us out and then just move in, right? There's something that we have of value uh, one way or another. And we can assume, we can assume things, but at the end of the day, we kind of don't know. Like, is it literally like Adreno home? Adrena, you know what I mean? Like, are we, are we, uh, are we a crop? I'm following you there. I'm following you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. Are, are, are we a crop or are, are we going to be, are we a pet? You know, like, like, is there a, if there was a dog world, we'd be like, wow, what are the dogs doing today? Or cat world? Can you imagine cat world? The cat videos? Whew. They're like sentient cat beings, you know? Are we a project? It's, it's a lot. And different Different civilizations, different beings will look at us differently and have different agendas. And that's that Richard Dolan book, Agendas. So anyway, sorry, I cut you off. I was just trying to wrap it up real quick. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so let's say uh, we got one more phone call. Let's go to this real fast before we finish up. Uh, again, uh, we're going to do a third hour off of Fringe. I know uh, for those of you that are wondering what's up with Fringe, I know there's a lot of dead air these days. Uh, Joe Roop is also, uh, he's in, he's a... Uh, uh, the host of Lighting the Void, the owner of Fringe FM, and he's in the process of moving, just to clarify so for some folks that don't know. And so uh, if you're wondering, the Fringe is not dead. It will come back alive and strong. And the only reason I'm able to do this is because my gizmo to dial in works and other people's are broken. So I got lucky. So uh, so just to let you know, that's what's happening and what's going on with the, the radio station. It's coming back probably within a week. It'll be back and better than ever. So just FYI. 
that's what's going on with that. Uh, Joe moved from uh, New York State to Arizona, and he should be settled uh, fairly soon. So there we go. All right, let's go to uh, Austin in Michigan. What's up here on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash? How are you, my friend? Uh, hey, how you doing, man? I Good. called in yesterday. I just wanted to um, clarify, like, what's best uh, to call in or on Discord? That's up to you. It's up to you. The The only reason we have a Discord running is because some people are international. We have people listening all over the world. So if the long distance doesn't bug you, yeah. just, just call the phone number. It's all good. Yeah, it, it doesn't bug me. I was just making sure because I don't want to be like adding on to your bill or whatever. Nah, you're good. Either way, it's fine. I can just like join Discord. I appreciate you asking. Either way, it's totally right. fine. Whatever's more convenient for you. Uh, so what do you think about this stuff? Do you think that uh, the, the aliens in some capacity run this joint? Or do you think we're uh, we're off the rails here? Oh, yeah. There's so many. Like, like I'm a huge... Uh, um, I like to look into a lot of this. Uh, George Maxwell is always something I've fallen back on, though, a lot. Like, at first, like, he just blew my mind, and I just had to go all over the place to try to figure out, like, what he was saying on my own. And then uh, lately, last few years, I've been falling back on his stuff a lot, but he seems to be heavily hinting towards some kind of uh, influence of of that. And uh, I was I was listening for a little bit on what you're talking about, and um, it's really hard to pinpoint it from where I'm standing. I just agree. I think it's true. Okay, uh, fair enough. I, I apologize, Austin. I'm going to have to leave it there because we're out of time. Uh, if you want to call back in the third hour, you're definitely yeah. welcome, okay? Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, that's Austin in uh, Michigan. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the phone call. All right, let's, uh, let's finish this up, Ash. We've got a minute or so, a minute or two. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. What is going on in this world, my man? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> really, I don't. But, uh, you know, you, the more you, 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 when you don't know, you like ignorance is bliss, right? You, you oh, it's, it's the right. It's the left. And you start looking at it. It's like, oh, it's Mossad. It's this. It's that. It's oh, oh no. Maybe it's the aliens. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy world we live in. Crazy time. You know, the only thing you can guarantee is change, right? Where things are changing. Times are changing, right? As they say. And uh, stuff's getting real. And uh, you know, are we going to merge with the Galactic Federation of Worlds? Are reptilians going to invade? going to be a false flag alien thing? Meteors? Man, I don't know. But <laughs> we are in this together. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for calling and sharing your stuff. And uh, yeah, let's let's stick together. We're all on the same team. Well, you guys are. I'm literally trying to conquer and enslave you. <laughs> but... I've been pretty incompetent so far, so I don't know. You don't have to worry about me yet. So far, so good. Follow Ash the Reptilian from Mars on YouTube. He's here every Wednesday with Troubled Minds. And uh, we're done. Be sure, be strong, be true. One more hour of Troubled Minds on YouTube, DLive, and Facebook. And uh, don't worry about Fringe FM. It's going to come back soon, better than ever. So thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We will be in touch tomorrow. Troubled Minds, 7 p.m. And uh, Fringe, better than ever, coming to a city in the world near you. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a tr- uh, have, from our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night.
right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. I'm here with Ash the Reptilian from Mars, and we're uh, we're uh, just off, just fresh off a break. So I got some cold beer and uh, just had a handful of uh, cashews, and I'm good to go. I'm good to go for another hour. So um, this is the deal. We're still talking about. Uh, do you believe, in some capacity, that the aliens or whatever it is, the entities that be are in some sort of control, some sort of charge uh, of uh, the earth, of the, the, uh, the government, of the, uh, the, the solar system and the universe even at large. Uh, had, some, uh, had some great calls tonight discussing this and maybe uh, kind of taking these theories maybe to the next level and the next level beyond that. Which is fantastic, uh, kind of why we do here, why we do this show to, again, in a live format to get uh, to get your hot takes and what the hell you think is going on. Like I said, uh, I can't even begin to fathom some of the things that you guys call. I have to like, it's going to take me two to three days just to process some of this stuff, which is which is great, perfect for me. Uh, it's a you know, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. Speaking of uh, the Night Stalker, what's up? I see you on YouTube there. What's up, buddy? Great call again. Fantastic stuff. All right, uh, welcome back, Ash. If you're there, yeah. test one two. Earth yeah, Earth. I was just huffing. I was just huffing these Mars geysers. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. tell me that. Oh, I'm ready for the third hour. Yeah. Are they in season? They in season? They they taste good? Oh, I don't know. Once I start huffing them, I don't even know what's going on. I can't really. All right. You know, it's kind of like you got, I'm like, you know, if I was going to write a, uh, (laughs) I actually had a friend is kind of a funny tangent, but I had a friend and he took some, uh, a a seed, a, a, a little acid. I've never done that stuff myself. And he took it. He's at my house, and uh, he was basically uh, not really there the whole time. And he's just kind of losing it out. And he starts like working on this tapestry in the corner. And I'm like, "Wow, this is going to be fascinating. What is he going to draw under the influence?" And I'm like, "Man, what insights <laughs> are we going to see?" And this guy's work, dude. He's working on it for like three hours. He's off in the corner coloring like a toddler, you know, just like, just like really focused. And I'm like, he finally walks away. And I'm like, oh, man, what did this guy draw? And I like stink over and I look. It literally looks like a dog. <laughs> just drew colors. <laughs> wait, wait, it looks like a what? You, 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 you stumbled on your chuckling. What, 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 what did he actually draw? It looked like a toddler just scribbled on a page with different grants. It looked horrible. It was like, I'm like, oh, okay. It was like kind of... <laughs> That's so bad. That's the dimensional creator, bro. That's 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 the the flying spaghetti monster right there. He just he that was that entity he was talking about. It was exactly. channeling through him. Exactly. He was trying to manifest a body. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, so yeah, man. yeah. I don't know. Uh, crazy stuff here. Uh, now this this is amazing, right? Uh, we have got the 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 phone calls have lit the fuck up. We've got a full board of phone calls right now because I guess everybody wants. Oh, to, they wanted the third hour. They, yeah. yeah. To show up and say say bad words. You guys are you guys are a bunch of sailors. All right, let's just take them in order. We're gonna burn through these. So if I cut you off a little faster than usual, you understand because we have a whole board full. All right, let's go. You're on trouble. Nice. In the navy, we can <laughs> exactly. say fuck. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. You're on trouble minds <laughs> with Mike and Ash. Who is this? Who am I speaking with? First name? Where are you calling from? Now it's, it's it's Ross again. I wanted to apologize to you first and foremost for cussing. I did not realize that that was the thing. You're good, bro. And uh, <laughs> it's okay. I don't know. Pretty much, kind of want to leave it at that. I wanted your um your insights on what you think is going on because I know you've you've taken in what everybody else thinks, and I kind of want to know what you you think. <laughs> I don't know what to think. To be honest, uh, so I, I do know there are forces at work here that people cannot comprehend. 
That's what I think. And what those things are, I don't know. I, I, it does seem to me that um, we're under some sort of influence. And, you know, of course, like I said, I like to keep one foot in the real world and talk about mass media and government control and, you know, the partnership there. But, uh, you know, kind of like a beyond that influence, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not uh, particularly in the know. Like I said, I don't have any inside sources or anything like that. But uh, that's why that's why I love hearing from you guys, because it does expand my mind with, uh, you know, as you could say, expanding consciousness when you start to take uh, phone calls like that, that uh, really make you consider things you never even thought of. So that's uh, like like I, I'm in a priv- privileged spot here because I get to hear all the best takes and that's from you guys. But uh, go right ahead. So can I, can I potentially blow your viewers' minds and stuff and uh, bring up some sort of theory that I have? That it's in relation to extraterrestrials and everything else. You got it. So um, I, got, I got a bunch of calls so, right behind you. So you got like two minutes. I'm, I'm, we can't let you go for too long. Right. But go ahead. No worries. So uh, what I got to say is, what do you think about religion? Um, and religion being created. What the fuck? Oh, hold on. Okay. Sorry, I'm gonna, I have nothing I'm, going on, but okay, religion, hold, hold. religion was created um, because humans always have to know an answer to something, and that is what drives people wild, if they don't have any idea about what's going on. Um, God damn it. So, oh, terribly sorry, but You're religion hey, wait, 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 Ross, 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 go handle that. I'm going to mute you. I'll come back to you in a sec. we got callers behind you. Hold tight. Keep that thought. Yeah, no worries. I, it's finished. I turned. I turned it off. I got I'm getting phone calls out just like you are. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up then. Sorry. All right. So, <clears throat> religion was created to keep people in line, it's basically to create like law and order for people before laws were created. Um, I don't necessarily believe in a book that was written so many years ago. When I, I don't think that you could give me your great 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 grandfather's name let alone, let's say, Jesus. So it, it's all directional to keep people in control. So I, I believe that there are, is a situation like with the extraterrestrials and stuff and a higher power controlling people, um, meaning like training their minds to believe something because the human mind is trained to have to have an answer, if that makes sense. Like we have to have an answer to everything. Instead of UFOs being a phenomenon, we have to know what they are and why they are there. Why do people exist? Um, and what makes things happen? So I think there's like a deeper connection with religion, to be honest, because that's, it's all an idea. Nobody's idea is wrong. Christianity's not wrong compared to, you know, is Islamic or Muslim or, or even the Jewish, you know, anything that's just, their beliefs and that's what keeps them on par. Like, I, you know, there's, there's no definitive answer. And yeah, I can buy that. I can buy that. But, uh, basically, let me, uh, let me rephrase just so I can understand that uh, basically like religion is sort of like a universal speed limit to kind of keep us in a state of consciousness that is manageable maybe to the entities outside of the, our world. Does that make sense? I think that's kind of what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, it's just really hard to explain. It's something I, I can't really like platform out, but like it, it's it's as serious as like you don't know your great great grandfather's name, but you expect us to follow these rules and stuff. Like it was, you know, the commandments and everything else. Uh, Thou shall not do this or that, but it's 
the, the same thing with this interdimensional, like the talk that we have, because, um, I don't know. It, it's extremely hard to like explain. <laughs> I, what would you say in earth terms? <laughs> but uh, it, I got you. I got you, man. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Here's, here's the good. But you, hey, go ahead and take the next caller. I, I wanted to say, I'm sorry for cussing and uh, put my little two cents out there and maybe think about that. Think about religion. Think about um, everything's connected and there are different powers out there doing different things and we don't know where it comes from. I appreciate it. Ross from Florida, thanks for the call. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Uh, we are back online yeah, tomorrow, too. 7 p.m. Pacific, so uh, maybe we'll talk to you then. Have a great night. Thanks for the call. Great takes, and uh, appreciate that a lot. Let's go to, let's uh, let's take uh, Ash on that. I don't, don't want to wash ass, ass, wash my ass out in callers, Ash. So uh, I know you heard some of that, so uh, you want to uh, chime in there before we just blow through some more callers? What about washing my ass? Uh, that was my get, ass. My friction. ass. No, my my ass got scales. So you go, you go the wrong way. You're gonna be bleeding. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, all right. But but I'll take it. I've been on Mars by myself for a long time, and uh, <laughs> right. I've lost my sense of smell. You know what I'm saying? Because I just can't even deal with it anymore. It's pretty uh, pretty pretty bad in this cave. But no, um, uh, first off, uh, yeah, they they man, see he's outstanding individual right like uh colin apologize appreciate that but yeah it's uh religions you know there's a theory that this is a prison planet for souls all the troublesome souls get dropped on this planet and that humans were sort of created and nudged along to be a vessel to contain these troublesome souls and that technology and all the potential things that we could utilize to become problems again are removed so we truly are a prison planet and that religions train us to continue to uh, maintain that cycle of being in the prison where our souls get uh, wiped of memory and reincarnated. And that's like pretty out there, right? But I don't know. We've done a lot of shows where we get these blimps of like spirit wizards and all this kind of stuff. So um, who knows what, what religions are for? Maybe religions were introduced maybe it was just a knee-jerk reaction for us it's like whoever worshiped the aliens got to live longer so that whoever had those kind of genetics propagated more into the population or maybe it's something like you're right it's a control system for humanity and if to uh to keep us in structure and if they are masters of time if they do have these abilities they could literally go oh all we need to do is you know, uh, create this one like event in Russia on the Russian continent. And that, that neutralizes a potential threat, like a thousand years down the line. We don't know what we're dealing with, right? Like we really don't know. And I suspect that a part of our uh, government also isn't quite sure exactly what we're dealing with, or most of our government doesn't seem to be. Yeah. They they seem to be clueless about the great many things, I guess we could probably, probably all like, like uh, th- this is the funniest <laughs> yeah, that's part. Fair. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like, okay, people can't agree on shit. 
Oh, yeah? How about that the government doesn't know a damn thing about anything? Everybody raises their hand. Yeah, yeah, we agree that that's the mm, case. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> there's how you not, look, there's how you unite us guys, how you unite us guys, I can't say it. But they're not allowing it, right, with all the division, politicking, and all this other crap. So interesting is that there is something people can probably agree on, and it's the government doesn't know shit about anything. A uh, cu- couple quick shout-outs. Tam Bam, what's up? We got uh, Lazy Guy X. We got, uh, who did I miss? Night Stalker's in the chat. We've got, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Let's go to uh, let's go to Robert. Let's see. We're just going to take you guys in order. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. What's up, my man? You are on Trouble Minds with Mike and Ash. What's on your mind tonight? Um. I, I'm, I've got something that just went off. I, I'm, I'm, it's going to be off the wall. It's going to be off out of the box. Perfect. Right? And it started with something I heard you say earlier in your show. All right. And you were you mentioned briefly that you're trying to get syndication. Uh, I yes, sir. I assume that's radio syndication. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Um, one thing I've, I've, I've really would like to see sometime. You know how, how FX Network and Sci-Fi and Investigation Discovery, those kind of, the IFC, uh, they all do documentaries about the supernatural, right? This has been going on forever, right? But I've never seen a television talk show, all right, uh, like you would be Johnny Carson talking about these matters and maybe Ash should be your Ed McMahon, but there needs to be one like that. And one of these networks should put them, put that kind of show on. It's where it's a live talk show, just like you have right now. People call in, right? It, it lasts an hour. All right. I think that would probably take off, but do you, do you guys have agents? No. <laughs> Ash, do you have an agent on Mars? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> That's a good question. All right. One of the, do you guys, do you do anything? Like I did have an agent, but uh, I accidentally, I killed him. He got on my nerves. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Robert. Do you guys do anything to help publicize yourselves? You know, like yeah, there, yeah, have, there's, a, yeah, there's all know, kinds call of... Call up and have interviews with newspapers or, ma- or magazines, things like that. Nothing like that, no. Uh, there, there's all kinds of stuff going on behind the all scenes. Right, then I'm going to tell you how to... Then I'm going to give you some advice on how to start that because that's how you get in syndication, all right? You need to have publicity for, for, some, for them to see that this is somebody that maybe we should invest in. And the best way you could do that Mr. Strange, is to write a book about troubled minds. It's been on a long time, all right? You can not just talk about the show, how it's beginnings, but you could also put in there how you put it together. It could be a learning device for other people who want to do this type of thing. But the, point, the thing is, if, that, if you could put that together, all right, and, and, and get that and publish it, you know, hopefully traditionally, all right, and it takes off, there's your key to syndication, well, okay, because so that's, kind of, that's the kind of publicity that works. You are correct. Uh, let me tell you though, with Fringe FM, we're already in partial syndication now. 
So that's why we're trying to kind oh, of stamp out. Yeah. So so we are actually on uh, with Baker Media on uh, there's a there's a actual terrestrial radio station in Fort Smith, Arkansas, that plays Fringe Late Night, and we are part of that. So it is not uh, it's not like you think. Uh, we are in partial syndication now, and clearly, if we do a good job, it'll grow. So that's really what we're going for here. Oh, so, you're going to grow because this is one of the most most entertaining streams uh, I, I've ever, you know, in the last few years I've ever seen. You know, you guys have charisma. I think that you and Ash work so well together. You know, that that should be a thing. That's because he's uh, an Ash clown. Ash clown, that's why. Yeah, I'm take my shot while I got <laughs> <okay>. it. <laughs> I, uh, but, Robert, but Robert, I, I, I appreciate you, it, my friend. Have you thought of... Have you thought of have you thought of writing a book about your show? Yeah, uh, honestly though, I'm not interesting. Uh, honest to God, I'm not. I'm not an interesting fellow. So if so I wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. If you're not, if you weren't interesting, you wouldn't have people tuning into you. Well, it's not that though. That's fact. Well, it's not that because I'm, t- I'm 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 a normal dude and I'm talking about uh, interesting things. So that's what it is. It's not. But you did something. You've, you've created something, right? There are people out there uh, who don't know about the show, right? Probably more people don't know about the show than do, right? And you need to publicize it. And one of the ways you do that is write a book about the show, right? And all how you put it together, right? That, that, that kind of stuff is, it, 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 especially, how do you do a podcast like this? How do you put it together, all right? You didn't just start out knowing what to do, all right? No. You should <laughs> share no. in that book along with the story of your show, how you put it together to, you know, that the education for the people who might want to do that. Yeah, so uh, we've but got... It also the, would give you the kind of publicity, another form of publicity, that would help you broaden your horizons as far as, that's my opinion, uh, as far as your syndication, trying to get on the more video stations. Although I still think you should do TV. Oh, well, this is the Nobody beauty... does that. He yeah, should, yeah. He should send a, per, a perspective into, uh, oh, I would say, the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah, right? sure. Uh, they don't. All they do is run movies and old series. They don't have a live show on that network, right? You should send a perspective them and give them the idea and see what they they might take it. Yeah, so I know I'm talking outside the box, but that's how that's how people get famous. Exactly. Well, uh, well. Again, I don't know. Like, like I said, this is not. This is not about making Michael Strange famous. That's not what this is about. This is. This is a. This has been a passion project that. Uh, I always believed that there was a, a greater truth out there that came from the people around us that weren't. That never had a voice. That's what this is about. So, so you're correct. You're correct. It's that like, uh, it's like somebody who says, "I'm a writer." All right, and I and I know this truth. All right, but besides, well. As long as I can get a few people to see it and see the truth, it, you can't. What am I trying to put across here? <laughs> You're okay. This man. is not, this is not a, a, a career for you. That's basically, I think, what's uh, what I'm ca- catching here, and it should be because if it's a career for you, it's something that spread that everybody, you know, a whole lot of people tune into because they learn something from it. If they can't learn something from it if it's only a select few that tune into it. And you need to help your help, help your people find you, right? okay. because it's important. What you what you oh, put okay. on here is not, you know, <laughs> just plain old crap. You know, this is very important stuff here, and you've got very talented people who tune in now. 
but there's a whole world of intelligent people who don't even know you're here. Exactly, you're right. And that's uh, a shame. You, you are correct. And so there, things are moving and things are changing. So uh, I can't really say anything yet. We don't have a deal with sci-fi or anything like that, but uh, we are taking the next step uh, for a well, couple of ways. Well, you don't have a deal because you haven't, them a, you, haven't, you haven't given them a suggestion. Well, of course. But maybe that's next. So, like I said, nothing I, venture, nothing gained. I can't. I nobody's <laughs> ever put an idea like that across to them. Or Robert, they might grab you. Robert, do me a favor. Help me out by sending them, sending them a note as well. Uh, I appreciate a lot. Uh, Ash, Ash, Ash says he's very. You don't even have. You don't even have to have a studio. You got it right there. Uh, right that, behind me. That, that could key right into their network and yeah, and it's and it, and, and, it, and the show's on its way. Check, check out this uh, this like sweet sweet black and white globe behind me in this sweet old school TV. Yeah, this is the studio right hey, here. It's, 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 it's nothing different than Mystery Science Theater. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, we got calls behind you, man. We got to go. I appreciate okay. your enthusiasm. I appreciate the advice. You were correct. Write the book. You were correct. Write the book. Thank Write you. Write the book. Thank you, Write my friend. Book. Okay, you got it. I'll work. I'll start. I'll start work on it right away. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. You're you're the best, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thanks for the enthusiasm. There you go. Look, uh, if uh, if you you thought nobody out there loved Michael Strange and Ash and Troubled Minds and the thing that we've built together, like trust me. Like I said, I, we're we're very flattered. Trust me, though, this is nothing without you guys. Literally half of the crap I say comes from you. Because you guys have taught me a ton of things, so that's that's really what this is at. Uh, you wanna you wanna uh, you wanna gush a little bit, Ash? Because uh, that was a fantastic call. He was he was he even said you're talented, Ash. <laughs> if you can believe oh, that. Oh, I mean, holy shit, uh, man! He, then he he must be crazy. <laughs> he must be. <laughs> he must be the, exactly. Hey, man, I'm just here. I'm just here because if I don't if I don't have an outlet to talk about this stuff, I'm gonna go nuts, bro. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. So uh, I'm just grateful you guys listen to me. You don't get your pitchforks out and just burn down my place, you know. So, um, but yeah, that was really that was really good. And and he's got a point, Mike. Okay, he's he's saying uh, he's he's saying he loves your show so much that that more people should listen to it. That it's it's got value. And um, and I actually I say this. I talk to people all the time. They. Um, you know, uh, I'll tell people, I'm like, hey, man, they, China's making human pig hybrids. And they're like, uh-huh. I'm like, no, I, I'm telling you a fact right now. And they're like, oh, really? And then I'll tell them, like, five other things just because we do the show. And they're like, they're like, have confused looks on their faces. I'm like, yeah, the, nobody's covering this stuff, right? And you do that, Mike. And it's it, it's a real injustice. Like, there's so many interesting things, at the very least interesting things going on in the world and people aren't talking about them and so you know we're talking about aliens running the government and stuff and it's like who's to say that's not true because a lot of these other things are true and no one's talking about them there's no place to talk about them and this is a conversation that humanity should be having we should be having these conversations about these things if they're cool if they're not and you know, I it feels as if we're like cast to the side. We're like not allowed to ha- not allowed to participate. So you 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 bring a lot of attention to these things, to China, you know, harvesting organs, to all kinds of stuff. And I consume a lot of YouTube content because there's nothing to do here on Mars. And um, you know, I was a fan of the show first, where um, you know I, I'm trying to find out what's going on. And uh, Michael Strange is talking about some stuff other people aren't. So anyway, I'll, I'm going to join the the train of. Uh, <laughs> 
of kissing your ass for a second, but he's right. You should, we should, you should be, we should be on every radio. We should be in, they should put chips in people's brains so they can hear what we have to say. (laughs) And only what we have to say. We should be the brain. Oh oh, man, that got corrupted really fast. Holy shit. I felt great. That went bad fast. That went bad fast. All right. All right. We got two more phone calls. Let's take these. You guys have been waiting a very long time. Uh, Thank you. Uh, This is uh, Robert in Washington. You're on Troubled Minds with Mike and Ash. How are you, my friend? Test one, on two. What's up, brother? You're on. You're on. So, yeah, it's Robert. I'm the dude with all the Tesla stuff. Oh, right on. Welcome welcome back, man. I emailed you. You're supposed to be on the show at some point. What happened? I don't know. Uh, I'm taking my time. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not going to do uh, I want to make sure it's proper. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's uh, cool. Let me know. Send me, send me a message back and we'll get you on. It's no sweat. You got my email. But uh, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are talking about aliens involved in our um, involved in our lives, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, is there some sort of alien control, alien mechanism of control somehow uh, in in our life and in in let's say the 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 Earth and the let's say the universe at large? Do you think it's a Do you think it's a thing? Uh, absolutely. Um, so the thing is, is we've been, um, well, not me and you, but, um, our people at large have definitely been involved in this for a long time. Um, the, the way the, the world works and the way that the people Robert, you're cutting you, out. You're cutting out, my friend. We, we didn't catch any of that. Sorry, I'll step out a little further. Can you hear me better? Uh, so far, so good. Uh, continue, sir, please. Yeah. So, I mean, I think um, we've definitely had some sort of influence um, from beings that are not from this place. Um it's 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 hard to explain, but yes, they're they're in contact with our our government, and it's not our government; it's a worldwide government. Um, and there are people or or beings that live here that are contracted with these other worldly beings. This is a known fact. Like you can you can look it up through um, predating the FBI. Um, so the fact is, is these people have been coming in here and basically monitoring mo- monitoring us um, and seeing the way that we are operating. And if we're not operating in a way that they consider appropriate, then they're not going to give us any more of their technology or anything like that. So, like I said, um, I'm I'm really closely connected with um, Nikola Tesla, who was a Venusian. 
and he's from Venus. Um, this is actually on record from the government as well. Um, and my, my, my personal goal is to get the system online so we can utilize things that aren't like, you know, fossil fuels and, um, attributes like that. Um, so really want to ask Ash, does he believe he's from Mars or is he living on there right now? Because Tesla communicated with Mars. He was a Venusian, like I said. So that'd be a pretty interesting conversation. But. Okay. All right. So uh, here, here's yeah, what we're going to do. Uh, we, got, we got a call behind you. So we're going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Ash that same question and uh, we're going to move on because we got a call behind you. Everybody's been waiting a long time, including yourself. I appreciate the thoughts. Thanks for the call. Do me a favor. Email me back. We'll get you on the show at some point. Okay. I appreciate it. Robert from Washington. Uh, thanks for the call. I will ask Ash and uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, I know, I know you heard part of that. Ash, do you, uh, you want to, you want to respond to the do you want to tell people where you actually live or uh, do you want to uh, you want to keep it as a dance? Ash? Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they, they, they take my uh, they take my home and they just freaking white lot. You know, they, they, they you know how they take the NASA takes the footage and they just like <laughs> they just like Photoshop me out. Right. I've tried. I tried showing my rear to the um, to one of these Mars rovers. I'm not sure which country it was. Yeah, and then you know, I was waiting to see it on the news. Didn't see nothing. It's like it's just BS, you know. Uh, Jeff Bezos, he's got these like camps out here, and they're they're slaves, and there's like you know some sort of Amazon facility where they have like all these uh, enslaved people up here. And then uh, yeah, I'm waiting for Elon Musk to make his way up here. I think I think Elon Musk is a chill dude. I think he'll let me hop aboard, and then I could finally come to Earth. And conquer it, yeah. And, okay. and rule it, <laughs> and rule it. Yeah. And 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 to, to, yeah. to give you the actual answer, we're not trying to mislead anybody here. Uh, Mars is a uh, Ash and Mars is satire. Just so you know, um, you know, just just the, the, if, I'm officially making a statement. It's not going to go to a press conference or anything. But don't don't sure. But Ash mm -hmm. and Mars is a yep. satire thing. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's continue, you shall we? <laughs> let's continue shall we've got, we've got lots of people on the phones waiting for a long time uh you can you can deny that all you like ash that's that's my official statement on the matter and i'll never say it again all right let's go uh one more question louis wants to know ash are you a shapeshifter you know what my shapeshifting thing malfunctioned um <laughs> kind of you know kind of all get it out of the gate um we have this really advanced technology where we can uh uh, you know VR and like simulations. We've kind of been down that road. We we got a whole like AI simulation thing. Anything you want, you know, you just Westworld that stuff up, and so we can uh, project and cover ourselves up. You know, I mean that's what Justin Bieber uses, right? You know, I I, I don't know why he chose that form, <laughs> whatever. But uh, yeah, mine's been broken for a while, so I don't know. When I come down there, it's not going to matter anyway. I'm 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 doing the old fashioned approach. I'm just lasering the White House, you know. <laughs> I'm sending ultimatums. I'm just gonna get it done, you know. One couple of days, bring humanity to its knees, start taking over. Don't worry, it'll be better. It, it's better this way. It's better this way. 
All right. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Let's go to uh, Kelly in Colorado. Now that we have the uh, uh, Kelly from the west of the Colorados, you are on Troubled Minds. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? What's going on, fellas? <laughs> We're just having a good time, man. Drinking some beers and having a good time. How are you? Good, man. Good. Just listening to the show tonight. Pretty good uh, topic. So I just thought I'd throw some uh, stuff in there because... Um, <clears throat> What's his name? Had it right. What's his, uh, what was his name? Uh, the caller that can't, uh, was talking about, like, he had that crazy theory. Well, actually, it was actually a pretty cool theory. That's Derek. Um, that was Derek. No. Is it Derek? Yep. Derek from uh, Massachusetts. No. The Night Stalker, the one I was right? Saying that was kind of like, yeah, the Night Stalker. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, for him, it was. I just wanted to say that uh, what it, what he was talking about, and actually what the show was actually kind of talking about tonight, was, it always reminds me of the Emerald Tablets of Toth. And if you don't mind, I, I would like to read a little bidget out of here so well, you'll know what I'm talking about. Go right ahead, sir. Okay, it, it starts out, well, it doesn't start out, but this is on uh, the 8th the tablet, and it's called The Keys of Mystery. And it's gonna, it's gonna, it's just a small section out of here, but it kind of reads a little different. So you got to uh, bear with me, right? All right. So I'll read this uh, a little bit faster as I can. But it goes, uh, "Speak I, speak I of Atlantis, uh, ancient Atlantis. Speak of the days of the kingdom of shadows. Speak of the coming of the children of shadows out from the great deep, where they called the wisdom of Earthmen, call for the purpose of gaining great power, or in the." past before Atlantis existed, men there who delved in darkness, using dark magic to call up beings from the great deep below us. Forth came they into this into this cycle, formless they were of another vibration, existing unseen by the children of Earthmen. Only through blood could they be formed beings. Only through man could they be, live in this world. Uh, in ages past they were conquered by the masters, driven below to the place hence where they came. But some of them who remain hidden in places and plains unknown to man, lived they in Atlantis as shadows, but at times appeared as monk, appeared among men. I, when the blood was offered, forth came they to dwell among men. In the form of man moved they among us, but only to sight they as they were men, serpent-headed when the glamour was lifted. But appearing as men, appearing to men as men among men, crept they into the councils, taking forms like they were unto men, slain by their arts and the chiefs of the kingdom, taking their form and ruling over men. Only by magic could they be discovered. Only by sound could their faces be seen. Sought they from the kingdom of shadows to destroy men and rule in their place. But Noe, the masters were mighty in magic, able to lift the veil from the serpent, able to send him back to his place. Came they to man and taught them the secret, the word that only a man can pronounce. Swift they lifted the veil from the serpent and cast him forth from the place among men. Yet beware, the serpent still liveth in the place where it's open at times to the world. Unseen, they walk among these places where the rites have been said. Again, at time passes onward, shall they take the resemblance of men. Tall, 
May they be the master who knows the black or the white, but only the white master can, can control and bind them in the flesh. Seek not the kingdom of shadows, for evil surely appear, for the, only the master of brightness shall conquer the shadow of fear. So by reading that, for me, too, is like, you know, it's like, and they're talking about, you know, the New Age stuff now. <clears throat> But by, you know, reading this ancient stuff, it almost, you know, sounds like the exact same thing, you know? Yeah, it, it does. So there's a, there's a lot of parallels there. It's interesting that uh, it, it goes, this is back to creation, beyond creation. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny that uh, the, the religions of the, the world are biblical, right, uh, is the term. But uh, it, there's there's a whole lot more kind of beyond that that uh, this is really speaking to, and you know just like you said, it, it's a lot of parallels with, with what Derek was saying there. Is uh, is uh, I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to. I think we have to revisit the Emerald Tablets at some point. There's so much there that uh, we've done a couple Anunnaki shows in the past, and it's just so so uh, it's so dense that without just sitting down and reading it, and you know, like uh, you get you get derailed and you know, commercials and calls and stuff that like you never really get through any of it. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to do there because some of these stories are really, really, really dense. But it does. It sounds exactly like a, very much like what Derek was talking about, the Night Stalker there. Uh, so so uh, what's your yeah. take on that, Kelly? What's your take on it? Pretty good stuff. Sounds like anti-reptilian propaganda to me. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> you know, but your people have been uh, here you know, trying to dominate this world for a while. And that's what, you know, the whole, actually, this, you know, the talk about this is, you know, and that's where I think that, you know, sometimes when I say, you know, we have these conversations and that, you know, like the people that are running these governments and, you know, and that one guy was correct. It's a, it's a world government. It's not just one. All these governments are all in together. But the thing about it is it, it's a control. The re, You know, the religion thing, that's a control thing, you know. And you look at these old, you know, like the, you know, the, the seven tablets of creation, you know, it's called the Enuma Elish, you know, from the Sumerian. That's where you hear all the stories of the Bible, you know, and everything is passed down. Like even the, um, the what is it? The, uh, the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh, you know, that all those stories, I mean, these are thousands of years before even Jesus was, you know, even though a word or Yahweh, you know, anything like that, you know, these were all these, these were thousands of years, you know, before all that, you know, so it's, it's just, they took these stories and, you know, came down. But for me, when I look at that too, like even in Egypt, Egypt was, had a lot of knowledge, you know, I had a, like, you know, the ancient, ancient ways, and you know, even the buildings there that are still, you know, those, you know, like the pyramids, you know, the great pyramids of Giza, they're, they're eight-sided. They're not even four-sided. What's even more credible about that shit. But, you know, and then you have the Emerald Tablets of Toth where he, you know, he's, Tasso was actually a god before um, Egypt, right? He was—he just came to Egypt. He was from Atlantis, and it was the time, you know. That's what, they, and uh, there was like I think, believe eight gods. You know, they called it uh, the time was called uh, before, uh, Zeptepi, the time before Egypt. You know, but for me, I, you know, I don't know, man. It's like I believe, like I was saying earlier, that some of these governments, you know, these things that are running the governments, you know, you hear so many stories that, yeah, they're, it's being ran by a, a different, uh, I don't know if you would call it third dimensional beings that they're here or different, uh, you know, to be the tall whites I've heard, 
You know, they but there's also all kinds of these species that have interacted with this planet. There's not just one. It's you know, but there's one controlling, I believe. That's one thing I do believe. And from these ancient things I would say that it could be, you know, the reptilians, you know, because if they're be able to change shape, you know, that's and then what's crazy is there's a, actually a tablet that from Egypt that, that claims that Jesus was a shapeshifter. That he was actually black as like he was black as like night. Like he was darker than dark, you know, like coal black. And that he the reason why um Judas had to kiss him on the cheek is because he could change shape. He could change from a little girl to an old man to a woman, you know, and that if he ran through the crowd, they couldn't catch him. So that's the reason why they had it. I mean, that was, uh, that was something that I ran across. It was a story. I don't know if anybody else has seen that, but yeah, situations like that, it was pretty interesting where you find these new ones. But I just want to talk about some of these other creatures that have been found here on this planet where it's, which is pretty interesting too. Was uh, <clears throat> like these beings from Russia. You, you ever seen them? These uh, and I'm talking these all these small beings. So we're not always talking you know, giants like you know, like we know that those been, those creatures have been around. But you see these other ones that are like small beings. You know, there was one from Russia, for example. Uh, one that was from uh, Mexico. I know that everybody's seen. He was a little creature. And I think I believe even Dr. Robert Greer he did a, an investigation on it. But there was one in October 1st, 2002 in Chile. This creature measured about 7.2 centimeters, had a big head, had two arms, two legs, but it only had two fingers on each hand. Uh, another one is that you can look up is, is called, uh, there were two like twin brothers. They were called uh, was it the, the Nabri Pond Flower uh, Pod Elf Fairy. You know, there were, and those actually in a temple, you can find them in, uh, in Bangkok, Thailand. Or you have this story that it's called the Attaboy, the A-T-T-A, you know, Attaboy. It's, you know, that was from Robert Ripley. And there's pictures of him holding in 1932. It was a creature. It's about only six and a half inches tall. He got it from uh, a city in uh, Peru. Um, then you have the story of this one creature called the Pedro. And it, all the medical tests, and it looked like, you know, they'd had did x-rays. And all these ones, too, x-rays. They did CAT scans on all these. And, you know, they had the ones was interesting about the one Pedro is they think it was a mercy killing because they had they, when they did x-rays on it, they could see it had a severe uh, uh, spinal spinal uh, injury. So and then after that, you know, they, they had looked like in the head, it looked like, you know, they hit him in the head, the rock, you know, might have put him out of his misery. Or even, for instance, you know, the elongated skulls in Peru. You know, that uh, Brian Forster does all that inf information and investigations that he's doing, doing down there. So, so Kelly, with, with all these ancient cultures and all these stories, like, of all these different beings, and what, what do you think? What, what, do you have, um, do you have, like, 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 a really quick, what do you, what kind of aliens do you think there are? And do you think, do you think they run stuff right now? Do you think they're dictating policy? Do you think, like, this COVID... This kind of um, COVID restrictions, this, this kind of world we're moving toward is being guided by these same beings that have been there this whole time, or or do you think some of these have like phased out in the past? Like, which what what beings do you think exist based on those old stories, and do you think they run stuff now? 
Well, if you go by stories too, you know, like the interesting one from Billy Meyer, he talked about the Palladium, you know, that, that he visited here, or, you know, the old stories, the ones that I go through is like the Anunnaki story from Sumeria, right? Or, um, you know, that's just what we call them. We don't even, I don't even know if that's even the real name for these uh, creatures, you know? Or like, you know, uh, you had uh, who uh, Valiant Thor that came from Venus, you know? He looked human, you know, the, the Palladians, they look human. Uh, not just humanoid, but human. They look human, you know. They, you know, people say they could uh, walk among us, and we wouldn't even know it. So, and that's what the Anunnaki, you know, that, like all these stories, like even the Bible, you know, Genesis, you know, they made the, uh, man and and when they say God says the man made him in His image, is actually our image. And you know, if you look at the Anunnaki story, that's where the two. It was actually Enki, his sister uh, Ninma, and his son Megazita. They're the ones who actually created the first. Uh, it's called the Damu and uh, Tiamat. There was the first uh, creatures that they, you know, wanted to create because there was a, you know, a, a subspecies here that they wanted to uh, manifest, to even, you know, give it more. So if you think about it, we're actually Anunnaki, you know, because what they had to do and what they did throughout, you know, all the stories, they, they, they created us first, right, in these vessels. And, uh and then they had what they then they made it with us, you know, uh, all these uh, all these uh, different, you know, tribes or whatever, you know, from the Yagigi to the Anunnaki, they all made it with us. That's where you get the stories from all that. That's in the you know stories, like I said, you know, this before that. So if you're the question for that for me is yes, there is somebody here and there's somebody else ruling it because if you think about it and if these stories are true, like the Sumerian, you know, there is they are the grandsons or great-great-grandsons or even the great-great-great-grandsons of these people, right, of Enki and Lil, the whole the whole two-brother system or even the sister, you know, they're all integrated where, yeah, it's, you know, this being passed down and who knows what they're fighting for, you know. It could be that they're doing that. But I don't understand why, if, you know, if it's all, why, why don't we all know it, you know. It's, you know, you think about these stories, but... Where if they had the mass control, why didn't they just show themselves and not just be more dominant like that? Or maybe it's because they don't want to scare everybody and that they just want to have the control and just have it like people think it's a simulation, but it's just more of a control yeah. thing where it's actually, know, all by like you know vibrations and frequencies, you know. Yeah, I actually have a theory uh, about all this. Is where, um, you know, the different extraterrestrials interbreed with different groups of humans right so there's like the redheads or the rhdna and the reason for that is because once you get to a certain point in your civilization um the the actual art of breeding and all this stuff becomes sort of irrelevant with cloning let's say you're a mortal being and you just want to pass your genetics on so maybe our planet is like sort of a genetic housing facility where you basically bring yourself close enough to a human being, right? Some sort of human entity. And then now you could, as humans, they use natural selection to choose the best genetics to go on, right? Think about like high school football, right? You know, the Chad, you know, if you guys are familiar with that, he gets to continue breeding and all this stuff like that. Well, maybe that's, that's a way of keeping his genetics fresh. Maybe cloning, whatever techniques they use are actually, um, uh, degregate the, the 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 DNA that you use. So you need a source of an, a place 
where you can uh, you can kind of refresh your DNA or get superior DNA. It's sort of like um, you know, like an a like an, almost like an AI algorithm that's running constantly that's trying to select the best. I mean, if you look at some of these supermodel people, if you just look at Instagram and look at some butts, you know, <laughs> there's these butts on Instagram. <laughs> if you look at some of these people, it's like, wow, they're they're gorgeous. And a lot of these extraterrestrial beings are very attractive, too. I, I don't know if you heard about that, these humanoids. So maybe maybe they, they, they have the ability to choose their form and that they're constantly upgrading and changing the form that they take. That that maybe like the, the uh, an actual body is sort of a not really a big deal. It's just you know it's a vessel, and um, maybe they maybe they just change into these vessels to communicate with us. But yeah, the ramifications of the fact that when aliens come down, they're humans is 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 tremendous. It's like what the that's a mind fuck, right? It's like what the fuck, <laughs> you know? I was expecting Blue Blob Five. Well, you know, here's here's the thing too, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the 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 Sumerian story real quick because there's at the at the very end when they were all supposedly you know trying to you know they got the creation perfected right. Well, Inky with the brother was supposed to um, hand out what they called MEs right, and what they were was just clones of different uh, embryos, and it was just like what they said you can make a civilization out of it. So it could be say what thousands of them or even millions of them, right? So they can multiply, you know, and you can have your own, your own, uh, and and they sent them off on different areas of of the planet. So that's where I believe that you get like different versions of humans, right? You have Asians, you have you know the white culture, you have uh, you know or the Caucasian, or or you have the Hispanic, or you know the black. We all have something a little different about us, right? But for me. It even the reason why I say we're all clones is because it's even proven fact through science. If you look through science, and you, you know, and people call them uh, the doppelbinger, right? So you have doppelbingers, even websites you can go and people that look like you around the world. That's because we're all clones. We're all, but they all. It doesn't matter if you look at even like uh, I got pictures and stuff like that. Uh, uh, tons of that, you know, of, of examples of that, like people that look like famous actors or whatnot. But I'm talking like <clears throat> one was like uh, uh, George Clooney, and this guy was from like Turkey or something, you know, or like uh, the black. Uh, it was like you know one actor was white, but the other uh, the other his doppelganger looked black. He was from Africa, or you know from um, Asia, or Indians, or from around the world. So the whole thing is that we're all clones, and and people I don't know if people want to you know agree with that or even believe that, but if you look around in the world. You can even go, yeah, I'm telling you, go to the website and you can look at doppelgangers, you know, find my doppelganger. You, you put your own photo in there and I'll even pop up to two, three of them. These people go out and meet each other. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah, if you go by these stories, yeah, from like, again, from the Anunnaki story, we're all clones. Everybody is. It doesn't matter what race you are. You've got a, a doppelganger in every race, probably, that everybody that looks like just like you. So, so are we odd that uh, after all this conversation tonight, we kind of find ourselves talking about clapping alien cheeks? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just saying, just saying. Uh, oh, I'm saying that you know that no, that you know the species. Yes, it's, it's their species. <laughs> it's well, they made it with us. They created us and made it with us. So, what do you think that is? Yes, they had. Yeah. You know, that's how that's how human beings. You know what? 
when science, I'm telling you, when science is looking for uh, for uh, DNA, that's why the, that's another thing I research with a lot is with DNA, right? That's why I'm telling you, if you want to have even you know upgrade your your the species is through DNA. That's the only way you're going to do it. There's blockages. There's block. There's people. There you know. There's upgrades. There's cells that have been divided or multiplied together. There's some some of them that even that's the reason why we have speech, right? So if you look at some of the stuff in there, right, it's everything's going to be that they don't, they call junk DNA because they have no fucking idea what that shit is, right? If you start tinkering with some of that shit, you could probably start going, you know, who knows? You could probably be going visible, you know. I mean, you could do anything, but that's all in a mental thing as well, you know. You gotta, you know, that's you know meditation, another whole, you know, rabbit hole. But yeah, if 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 you think about it. That's, you know, that's the story. So, you know, that's the clones. I'm telling you, if it's not a lie, go on. I'm telling you, go to doppelfinger.com, put your photo in. I'm telling you about it. there's five, six people going to come up. If they've done it in their country, it'll come up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good shit, Kelly. We got a call behind you. So we're going to we're going to finish this sucker up. Always good shit from you. I appreciate you listening. Uh, you, you know, your family. I uh, Thank you so much. Uh, say hi to Michelle for us. We'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Okay. All right, brothers, you guys take it easy, man, and peace to the family. Thanks, thanks, brother. You too. There you go. There you go. Kelly. Kelly, the very first guy that ever called into this show way back in the day, pretty sure it was the Phil Schneider episode years ago now, years ago. Look, we're, uh, we're, building, a, we're building a family here, guys. It's, uh, this is bigger than uh, I ever imagined, to be perfectly honest, at this point, and we, we ain't even got anywhere yet. So uh, it, it, it used to be the dream that you'd be like, dude. Can you imagine having a paranormal talk radio show and people actually call in and give you what they think? And holy fuck, we, we just get... I think I think if we did like an open call night, we'd probably get wall-to-wall calls. Like you guys have been been amazing, and thank you so much for all the the great uh, the great takes here. Um, uh, what, what do you think? Let's see, let's see. Uh, da, da, oh no, that's not good. All right. So uh, Rohan says he's out. Let's go to Jay. Uh, actually, uh, let's get your take on that, Ash. I know you talked to Kelly a little bit, but uh, let's get your take on what he had to say there. Um. Yeah, I think that what's interesting is uh, Kelly explored it from a couple of different angles of ancient origins to, uh, you know, we talked about DNA, but every time humans, humans are at some point, and I think humans have a tough time, excuse me, the, the Mars gas is really getting to me, but, um, <laughs> Huff that geyser. Humans, Huff the geyser. The geyser. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I think that's sweet geyser sustenance. <laughs> but um, humans have trouble seeing outside their realm, right? And so we're theorizing, and we're like two steps away, right? So imagine when we were in the jungle, and there was trees, and we had a machete, You'd be like, oh, there's the great spirit. It's an owl. Because that's the shit we know. And so, you know, we attach spirit and owl together and we're like, great owl spirit. So it's kind of similar where it's tough. We're, we're, we're extrapolating. We're taking these theories about uh, beings that, you know, fuck, how, who knows how long, how far in the future they are. And, I mean, there's there's like singular events with weird ass entities, like super sci-fi creatures. Where, like, a whole crowd sees this goddamn thing, and they're running around, and it's walking around, and it looks like a fucking robot out of a, like, it's like a, like it's literally a 60s black and white movie. 
it's like what the fuck was that thing right so um i mean we're dealing with a universe we just don't understand and it's you know we're trying to piece it together and we're doing the best we can but holy shit it's like it's some fucking gnarly stuff right I'm just trying to get as many curse words as in. I just want to join the Navy, you know, at this point. <laughs> exactly. The Space Navy. I want to join the Space Navy. <laughs> I can drop as many F-bombs as everybody. Watch this shit. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, all right. So uh, we got, what are we at time-wise? Look, I'm telling you, uh, th- this has become, I'm telling you guys, some nights, and I'm, I'm, I'm being perfectly honest, it's a... Uh, Sometimes it's a grind, right? You're like going through and you're like, fuck, nobody's going to call tonight, right? And you're like, like three hours kind of by yourself is a fucking grind. You're just like, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Go back and listen to our shows a year and a half ago. You'll see. I was just like, oh, fuck, I like punched myself in the face. But we got Ash here, who's amazing, of course. Uh, uh, like uh, Robert, uh, Robert actually likes Ash. I can't believe it. Uh, most people say they don't like Ash, but Robert says he likes Ash. I can't believe it either. Right? Like, like holy shit. So we're in this, uh, we're in this weird yeah, bubble I where, I where I think my my charisma is uh, oozing to Mars and maybe like slathering all over Ash's scales. It's weird. It's weird. But uh, but but basically what I'm saying is we, we, we have an unbelievable wealth of callers at this point. So many people that know so many amazing things. And not only that, uh, so many people that usually call that haven't even called tonight. Like we, we could go five fucking hours and, and just get calls like probably most of the damn time. Uh, you guys, again, like I said, I, I can't thank you enough. I, I promise you, it's uh, like I said, it makes my world go around. You know, half the shit I say, you guys taught me. So it's uh, go back to the very first episode and you'll see I didn't know shit about shit. So just uh, just uh, just just saying, like I said, uh, this is this is not us. Uh, this is not me. This is us. So thank you again, Ash, for being here tonight. Let's uh, let's do the outro with Jay. I think we need to make this a thing, uh, an outro with Jay as we finish this sucker up. Uh, let's uh, let's get your final thought, Ash, the final pre thought to the pre final thought and then we'll get uh, jay in here and then you can uh you can drop some uh drop some f-bombs on jay let's bring him in actually let's bring him in what's up jay yeah we're, we're, drop hold. Some, uh, drop some f-bombs what's up buddy what's up jay what if he was like exactly. whacking it you know you bring him in <laughs> exactly uh, don't be masturbating jay because because when we bring you in it's uh it would be awkward uh how are you my friend we're just oh, and we're gonna listen to it you know <laughs> well, yeah, we're totally gonna, let, gonna let it rock we'll you know you're listening. gonna be the main segment <laughs> I, I think one of the things that we have going on is that we have the internet now you know we all got forced into the internet over the last 14 15 16 however many months it's been and that's our form of communication you know that's the way that we're talking to each other now it's recorded and redacted and everybody just needs to socialize you know we took the kids to an ice cream social today and the only thing about the ice cream show social was that it was anti-social stay away from each other <laughs> i believe that i totally believe that they're like they're like oh let's everybody get together and not talk or make eye contact <laughs> run around right. with you know, you know how the kids kicking the ball out there and the thing and everything else like that i pulled the ball out of the back of the car and threw it down on the ground and next thing you know i had 15 kids running around there kicking the ball around in the yard of the church you know it's just people need to talk to each other you know, yes, sir. We're hiding things from each other. You know, we got the internet now, and we're allowed to talk about all these different kinds of things. And we talk about all different. I, that's why your show is awesome, Mike, because all different things. 
Thank you. And well, we don't, I don't know everything. I'm sure you don't know everything. I'm sure Ash doesn't know everything, even though he's a reptile. And so we don't really know how good he is. I still want to make you guys feel bad, you know, but go on. Give us a little bit of a hint once in a while, man. (laughs) You know, how can I, I can't enslave you guys if you know too much, you know? So anyway, I'll continue. You're going, um, oh man, this gas is getting me. I'm just, you know, I mean, it's like when when Derek was calling, he was talking about how the way that it was with, maybe they're not dealing with this energy or thought process or something like that. And then, like, it kind of evolved into a thing where it was almost like ants, you know? You're the larva, and you're communicating with all the other ants and stuff like that. This is your job. This is what you do, and you're going to be happy about it. You know, it's probably been going over Kelly always blows my brain up when he calls in because it's like, wow, dude, you just gave me like 93,000 different things to think about. And like five minutes, he's good. And he's just one of them. Like he's good. But uh, we have a lot of people that call in and can just like blow your brain. It's crazy. Like that's, that's, that's the beauty of doing it this way. Right. I mean, there's, there's something to be said for uh, crowdsourcing collective information. Right. That whole, that whole, uh, all of us getting together and shooting the shit, uh, you know, kind of like the old school, like they'd say, imagine the fireside chats, if you could talk back, this is kind of what this really has turned into, um, about uh, a lot of things. And uh, like I said, I'm honored you guys that, uh, for hanging out and being part of this, but, uh, yeah, what's uh, So this is the thing. What do you think, Jay? Should we make this a thing? The outro with Jay and have you just uh, spend the last five minutes with us and you can, uh, you can talk us up like our hype man and then uh, give us your thoughts on the show. Sure. I mean, I'm going to sit there and listen to your show all day long, whether or not you answer my call or not. You know? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I think it's kind of cool to have. Because like, it makes in. my brain work, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've never even thought about this. I've never even heard about this before. I mean, sometimes some of these guys call in and they mention some things and I'm on Google for like two hours. You know, what the hell was that? You know, that's why your show is so credible to me is because you post the links. I'm not bringing this up because I pulled it out of my derriere. I'm pulling it out because this is what I read that popped up on my, you know, Google news today. Too much love guys. You know? Too much love from all you guys today. I got to correct your, uh, your syntax there. You said why your show is so credible. I think you meant incredible. I'm just kidding. Go, go ahead, sir. <laughs> Carry on. No, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, it was too guy, easy. Right? One of the right? I can't even remember what we were talking about <laughs> was, when we started. I got a whole page of notes here. It was too easy. And to take. at the top, I got money, 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 money. You know? Money, 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 money. It's just, it, it, it really does. It seems like, you know, if they came down and talked to you, Mike, or they came down and talked to me and was like, hey, what are we going to do this on? Not necessarily saying that I'm going to say that it's going to make me money, but you mean the aliens? how am I going to make sure that I'm okay? You mean the you aliens? Know? Yeah, the aliens yeah. or the you know the field of energy that comes down to talk to me or whatever it is because we don't know. You know, yeah, we can speculate all we want. You yeah, know? no, 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 it's okay. Like I've got so- a CD from a ghost hunters trip that I'm trying to get to you, and I still haven't looked at it yet. And there's some stuff on that. I mean, they're just pictures and a couple of minutes of video and stuff like that. But it's like, what is that? I don't know what it is. The people that shot the video were like, we don't know what it is either. And it was like, here's a CD for you. 
And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with it? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna I, I save know. it for years until you become part of a paranormal show community, and then you're gonna share it. That's what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna give it to you as soon as I find. Make sure th- th- it's either the whitewater rafting trip from West Virginia in the New River Gorge with the Boy Scouts, or it's the ghost hunter trip from the Masonic Temple. Okay, don't send me the third it, disc the, that has it's unlabeled that might be something else that I don't want to see. Well, oh, my girlfriend in the shower from that one time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't send me that. <laughs> don't send you, me that. you can send me that. That's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. I got a private message. I'll send it to Ash privately, and then he can check it out and decide whether or not it's right, got sorry, any f bombs. I got to screen it for the show. I got to check for entities. <laughs> it's it's very professional process. Very professional. I'm not good at this. I'm doing it with a telephone and an iPad, man. You That's know? okay. I'm, 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 I'm doing way it with behind. A, uh, I'm doing it with uh, all this. This is, this is a whole a big setup, but it's okay. All right, so let, let's finish this sucker up. Uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna you get 30 seconds, Jay. You're you're our hype man. You're the end of this sucker. Uh, lots to think about. Lots to talk about. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some music and we're gonna dance and we're gonna have a hell of a time because uh, we've built a hell of a thing here and I'm proud as proud as hell of all this and uh, I'm uh, more honored that you guys are taking part of this and spending your time with us. Like I said, it's a it's a it's a brutal, cruel world for the the for for people's attention spans and uh, you guys spend a lot of time with us and I appreciate that a lot. So let's uh, let's smash this button, play some music and. Uh, you can uh, you can tell us tell us something cool, Jay. I'm I'm prepared today because you got me with Tam Bam because the ladies first. All right. She declined, All and right. then you got me last night, so I wrote one down. All right, go for it. There seems no human primitive as to have lost its bearing on our own thought, nor so ancient that it has broken connection with our own life and there it is Jay from New York uh, thank you for being prepared see I put you on the spot next time fool you once never fool me again thanks man <laughs> trying Mike I really am I'm trying <laughs> appreciate it brother we'll talk to you soon I'm going to mute you we're going to finish this up I'm not moving you out you can listen here uh, Ash let's finish sucker go Ash the reptilian from Mars Tonight, we talked about if aliens run this bitch, and soon, I'll run this bitch. My name is Ash. I'm the reptilian from Mars. I'm trying to fucking conquer your planet and enslave you. Please tune into my channel on YouTube, Ash the Reptilian from Mars. I have been working on a show during this, and I will be launching shortly, so check it out. There will be some clips about from uh, tonight that we shared and talked about. I'll be on there. I might be on the Bunny Show t- this Sunday, so check me out in my reptilian form. And uh, love you guys. Thanks for all the love. Appreciate it. And, you know, I'm only here once a week, so I, I'm not going to take any fucking credit. But, uh, you know, I'm just here to pop off and conquer planets. So uh, <laughs> thanks for t- tuning in, and I'll check you guys next week, next Wednesday. Uh, okay, well, uh, as we finish, thanks, guys. Thanks, Ash, for being part of this. Thanks, uh, Jay. Thanks, Rohan. Thanks, all the callers. I only mention those two because I can see them in the Discord. Uh, if I tried to mention all the callers, I'd miss somebody, and that's just rude. Uh, so forgive me for that. But uh, thank you guys for being part of this. Like I said, uh, 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 when Frank and I started this, we had no idea, dude. We had no idea. 
Um, it was more of a let's see what the fuck happens, and look what happens. Um, we're uh, we're in a spot with a ton of great people, and uh, I, I I rarely have more fun than being with you guys. So thank you so much. And uh, that's it. We're uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on the Fringe FM. We're doing uh, YouTube D Live and Facebook. We're still doing our thing. We're going to keep talking about this. They can't shut us the fuck up because, well, if they do, we'll just uh, migrate to another platform. So that's it. That's the way things go. And uh, you can't put a lid on proper questions because guess what? They get out. It's like a can of worms. And that's part of the problem, right, is that uh, you keep, yeah, anyway. Blah, blah, I digress. I'm, I'm a talk show host. I could talk for another hour for about goddamn nothing. But uh, we're done, so uh, I don't have to anymore. So like I said at the end of this, thanks, Ash. Thanks, everybody, for being part of this tonight. Tomorrow night, we've got a special guest, uh, Armando from uh, the Ubermensch podcast. I met him on Twitter. He's got a great uh, several takes on the UFO phenomena and uh, how the propaganda is actually happening. So stay, tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific time, and uh, we have another special guest and more uh, great stuff talking about UFOs, consciousness, and of course, uh, the propaganda that surrounds it. So, thanks again. One more time. You guys know the deal? Let's see. Let's pump this music up. As it ends, be sure, be strong, be true. Thanks for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. We're still live. Nobody say anything stupid. We're still live. Nobody say anything stupid. All right. uh, Don't forget, Ash. We're going to talk to. uh, Don't do it. We're going to talk to. uh, It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.